from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Let me read you this headline. And then I'm going to pause because damn it, Maury's footsteps are going to be the only thing you hear running in here. Tickle therapy could help slow aging. <laughs> pause for Maury's footsteps. And he's seated now. So here's what I'm going to do for okay, you. Okay, thank you. Now. <laughs> First of all, why do you walk so heavy, bro? I have a lot to carry. You need a tickle. <laughs> I do. Um, I've said so, that. So the headline is a little misleading. So what they're um, doing is uh, tickling the ear with small electrical current appears to rebalance the nervous system to people over the age of 55. Perfect for you, Maury. Potentially <laughs> slowing down the effects of aging, according to new research. So scientists found that a short daily therapy delivered for two weeks led to both physiological and the well-being of uh, your mood, your sleep, and your better quality of life. This could help protect people from chronic diseases, which when we become more prone to as we get older, such as high blood pressure, heart disease, and uh, arterial fibrillation. I've never had my ear tickled, Mocha. So they do it with these little electrodes, but I'm all for tickle therapy, right? I'm all for it because the place that I want to go to doesn't exist, right? You know me. I, do, I hate massages. I, I'm, in I pain, I'm in pain for it's two days. It's just because you've never had a good one. I've had many good ones. I've gone to the best places that you can find. And I've paid more money than one person who hates something should pay for the thing that they hate. So I want a place where I don't get a massage, but I still want the experience. I want the, the great smells. I want the candles. I want to lie on the table, but I don't want somebody to hurt me like all masseuses do. I just want somebody to tickle me because I am, all for, I am all for tickle therapy as Maury is all for tickle therapy. Where would you so like to Do you want to tickle each other? Not it, first of all. Oh, not hey, being involved wait a minute. In oh my God, so, what, if we do, what if we do I a tickle not, train? No, no, no. Come on, man. First of all, I am not a, uh, I am not a licensed uh, tickle therapy uh, tactician. Run. Practitioner. No, neither is yeah. more. Come on, man. No, no, no. If I, I didn't tickle... know we were doing something where we had to call not it. <laughs> Hold okay. on. No, but if I tickle Roz, Roz will tickle you, and then Mocha can tickle me. We are not. First of all, we're not doing a tickle train in the studio, weirdo. <laughs> what? Okay. The human centipede of tickles? Yeah. No. Nah. Or no. are we? <laughs> no. no. No, we're not. No. Wait, but but... <laughs> in Maury's scenario, you would be the middle. <laughs> right. You get the best of both worlds. No. In Maury's scenario, Mocha, I'm sorry, we're all the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just get it over with? Okay. No. Shut up, Maury. you saying those words, they sound, it's so freely come from your lips like it's something you've said a thousand times. <laughs> thousand and one. Why don't we just get it over with? Where's your favorite place to be tickled, more? Oh, my arm. The inside of your forearm. Mocha, where's your favorite place to be tickled? Oh, man. Come on. Come on, dude. Come on. We have to do this. Because then I have a very important question. Oh, what's uh, my second? Have, right no, on no, my chest. No, and then I have a very important question. So, okay. Maury, inner forearm, where is your favorite place to get tickled? <sighs> I, re I, I really do like arms. Yeah. I like ears. Yeah. 
And I, I kind of like chest. Okay, so, so, so arms. Let's go arm and arm. Okay, okay. now pause. So here's what's going to happen: is okay. uh, we'll do a little tickle therapy. Okay. Um, now I have a question though, and it's the most important question. <gasps> what? Okay. Is it more weird for Maury to tickle you and then for you to tickle Maury, or is it more weird if you tickle each other at the same time? <laughs> Well, both scenarios are extremely weird, but I think um, the weirdest of the two yeah. is tickling at the exact same time. Then that's where we're going to go. Oh, I'm right here. Come on, dude. No, it's tickle therapy. They say that this helps. I know. I'm, I'm not, not asking you to tickle each other's ears, for God's that's sake. That's the story says. You're still right? asking us. Okay, okay. Go, just get it back over there, Maury. What are you I doing? know, but I'm waiting. Yeah, just get back over there. Okay. Tell me if this is weird or not. Should I start? What's that? Should no, it's, 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 it's going to be... No, it has to be at the same time. Okay. Okay. So where are we going? Arms? So inside of the forearms. The forearms? So Okay, okay so, so you're going to... So they're standing so, face so. to face right now. Bro, Maury, why are your arms so greasy, man? Okay, Maury so is holding my, out. No, tickle Maury my right arm and I'll out. tickle your... What is this one? Your right arm. Yeah, so <laughs> both their right arms, their right forearms are okay. sticking out face up. Okay, is it weird if I close my eyes because I don't want to look at Maury while I do this? <laughs> no, no, you should. <laughs> Yeah, okay, close your eyes. Okay. And I'll tell you what's going to make that even more weird is I know Maury's not. He's going to stare right gonna at say, you. I was going to say, can I keep mine open? Yes, oh you can, God. Maury. <laughs> okay. okay. By the way, I had egg. Okay. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, um, we're not kissing, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're just tickling. Don't okay. Okay, okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, Mo, get ready, Maury, because Mocha's going to tickle the egg right out of you. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so gross. Okay, use your nails. Okay. Can so you, how do you like it, first of all, Maury? Tell, tell Mocha how you like it. You gotta, you gotta move your hands. Move your fingers like it's a, like it's a spider. Oh, uh, like itsy bitsy spider. Uh, Mo- Mocha, tell, tell, Mocha, tell Maury how you like it. This is I can't because it's so tickling. Oh, wow. Oh, Okay, oh, wow. stop, stop, stop. Oh, it's tickling. It, did you, but do you feel rejuvenated? Do you feel that your chance of heart disease has gone down? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Also, Maury, no, because of eggs. Um, That's so stupid. Okay. 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 Here they go. They go again now. Oh, Maury. Mocha's eyes are closed. Maury's like, Maury has. You're just going up and down. Move it around. Oh, move it around a little more. Slide it. Just move it. Instead of just going up and down on it. Go do a little up and down and then a little back and forth. Shake it up oh, a bit. The spider's running. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. Can we stop? <laughs> How's Maury's technique, Mocha? Like Is it's, it good? it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, let's go through a couple of these uh, Apple reviews that we've Please. received on the podcast from earlier this week. Uh, these are incredible. Thank you to everyone that uh, that's taken the time to jump on to whatever platform that they're using to get to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and or review. We've been getting like five stars across the board and we can't thank you enough. Uh, Angie Baby 456 five stars says thank you for adding another podcast into the mix one a week just wasn't enough you make my Fridays alone in my office a breeze and a lovely way to pass the time keep up the good work and play more five and seven I can't get enough of Maury's brilliant answers Claret writes <laughs> Raza Mocha five stars I love the podcast I don't always have time in the morning to listen, but I love listening to you guys. My boyfriend hears me always talking about you guys in the morning, but now all day, thank you for the podcast. I love you guys. 
Bluish Sickles writes awesome <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Do people just make these names up as they get on? Like, yeah. Okay. This is exactly the type of podcast I like listening to. A bunch of different topics, a lot of humor, and just lightheartedness. I've been listening to them, as in Razumoka, since I discovered that they had a podcast and that they're now on my radio in Victoria, B.C. So thank you for that. Catchella writes Simply the Best, also gives us five stars. Thank you for that. This podcast is Simply the Best. Every week, my husband and I clear a couple of hours of our weekend just to sit and listen, and we truly have the best time to truly show how awesome this show is. My husband and I were listening while on vacation in Mexico. And then Sal Toronto says, Dearest Razamoka, I've been listening to you guys. I moved to Toronto from Montreal about nine years ago. You kept me company on my commute to work and specifically when I was on mat leave with my twins. Your show would be the first thing I put on when they woke up early in the morning. I was thrilled about the podcast and it's something I listen to on my way to work and back home. There are times I laugh so hard in the car that people who are stuck in traffic look at me like I am crazy. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you for your honesty and being such a strong part of Toronto. Love, Salume. So thank you, uh, Sal underscore Toronto, for writing that review. You can write your review on Apple Podcasts as well. And listen, we're just going to keep reading them as they come in. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Brother Love. Actually, no, he dropped Brother Love, right? Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Uh, swag. He was named Swag for like a week. He named mm-hmm. himself Swag. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a hype name. Allegedly is dating Steve Harvey's 22-year-old daughter. I know. What up with that? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Diddy is uh, 49 years old, by the way. Yeah, but that girl also used to date Diddy's son. It's Diddy's son's ex-girlfriend. No, it's not. Yes. Oh, my God. No, it's not. Yes. What? What? Yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Cuffin' season is in full effect. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl, son. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the girl is younger than his son. Oh, no. Yes. Did he pull the robbery on his own kid? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. (sighs) Yeah, the story is that Diddy is most likely, I mean, they've been seen out a bunch Fam, they were wearing matching outfits in Hollywood the other night. Yeah, but like seen out wearing like matchy matchy clothes. And she's 22. He's what, 49? He's 49 years old. He's got six kids. One of those kids is the ex boyfriend of the woman he's dating. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty whack, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wonder what Steve, like... I don't know. I don't even know how you make that... Like, I don't know how you make that move as a dad, right? Yeah. But I also don't know how you make that move as... A grown man? No. Who's 49? As the woman involved either. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, she's to blame as well. Like, I don't know how you... I don't know how you do that. And don't get me wrong. Like, geez, fall in love. I don't care. It's not my life. Come on. Do your thing, right? But... 
I just can't imagine. Like, could you, you read that headline, you automatically start thinking more. You got an ex-boyfriend somewhere in this world, right? What, what would many? What would you do if? Uh, <laughs> what would you do if if you walked out of Forever Twenty One one day and you saw and you saw Frank walking down the street holding hands with one of your ex boyfriends? I would probably <laughs> barf. <laughs> would you say anything? I I would just be in absolute shock. Just pause for one second, more Mocha. I was gonna do the analogy with your dad, Vern, but I didn't want to put that in your head. <laughs> Why my head? Too late. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Stay away from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So that's a crazy story, huh? My God. Isn't it, though? That? That's so we have to be okay with it because it's the celebrity world? Wow. Well, I don't think he has to be okay I, with anything, I mean, man. I just think that the real irony is that the headline is that Diddy is dating... Steve Harvey's 22-year-old daughter, who also happens to be the ex-girlfriend of Diddy's son, Oof. but then Steve Harvey hosts a show called Family Feud. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Survey says! <laughs> I just stole your girl, son! Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Sound the alarm, everybody! It's International Friendship Day. That's true. Hear that friendship alarm going off? <laughs> Set the friendship alarm. Uh, so, good morning, David Maury. Good morning, friends. How do you do, Maury? How would do? <laughs> More like so, the flex that he's uh, super close to you, Roz. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. My grandmother said yesterday going, you and Roz are awfully close. <laughs> How would she know? Yeah, right. She said that. I don't believe you. Okay, so what did you come up with? So we're, this is like a version of like the friendship game, right? So I have before we went on, Mocha gave me a list of questions. Yes, I did. That I answered already. Oh, cool. Okay, so Mocha now will read you those questions. You try and come up with an answer. And if I get them all right, we're friends. If you get them all right, no. I, what do you mean? You're supposed to be his friend. You yeah. should know these answers. I know. So yeah. if I, your whole point of this is that you think we're best friends. Well, no, I don't think. Okay. I know. Right. Why? Because Granny said so. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Are you That's ready? also why he thinks he's handsome. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're handsome. I promise. Okay. Sure. So uh, go ahead, please. Okay. Here we go. What is the first thing your best friend would buy if they won the lottery? Okay, so Roz, my best friend, if he won the lottery, he would buy a, a big estate elsewhere and give everybody an envelope that he's friends with a, with a phone number in it, and that's the only way they could reach them. What's my answer, Mocha? Privacy. Privacy is the first thing I would buy. Well, yeah, so a big place away. I mean, it's part and parcel. Nah, uh, I don't know that phrase. I gotta say, I got that uh, one. I don't no. know. I, mean, I don't know. Privacy could be anything where you close a door. Okay. I don't know. Question number two. Yeah. Damn Mori, what yeah. do you think Roz's answer for this would be? Okay. What frightens your best friend the most? Oh, getting a phone call from Maury. <laughs> okay. There's a two-part answer. Yep. Failure. Yeah. Uh -huh. Also, Maury, Maury knowing where I live. 
Aussie. Oh, come on, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> this friendship alarm is really firing off right now. Holy cow. Okay, okay. Oh, this is amazing. So are we saying that, that, are we saying that that's a match? I'm going to say that one, yeah. yeah. Oh, damn it. Okay, Lord. Damn it. Question number three. Yeah? If your best friend could wear one of your clothing items, what would it be? Okay, so if Roz could wear one of my clothing items, it would be... Oh, this question grossed me out so much, though, dude. <laughs> one of my polo shirts. Ah, no. No. His answer is your winter coat. Can I tell you why? I don't want to put on anything that has actually touched skin. Okay. Right? So the coat you wear over top of all your other clothes. True. So to Yo, me... You never wore that winter coat at home, like naked, right? No, 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 no. Okay. Who does that? Well, why would you put that in my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Naked, blurry, and an oversized winter jacket at home? <laughs> why would you put that in my mind? Sitting okay. on the couch eating a giant plate of poutine? <laughs> All right. Oh. Here we go. David Mori, question number four. What is your best friend's favorite movie snack? Okay, Roz's favorite movie snack is nachos and cheese. Not wrong. It's chips. Question number five. What is your best friend's favorite color? Roz's favorite color is blue. Uh, wrong, it's pink. What is your best friend's oh. jean size? Oh, right. here we go. Okay. Yo, you, you have to know this 34, 36. 34 waist, 36 length. So you're saying 34 waist, 36 length. Mocha, what was my answer? 32, 34, but sometimes 34, 34, depending on how toit they are. No, you threw 36 length in there, though. I'd say, I've never even seen a jean in 36 I, length. I think you only got like half of one question, half of the other. So really, you can only get one point. Yeah. The one that you really nailed, though, was my biggest fear is you knowing where I live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best friends. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Tons of places Air Transat can get you to. For example, Air Transat flies to over 60 destinations in 26 countries, and they got direct flights to like 26 destinations just in Europe. Yeah, Croatia. Check out Croatia, man. Beautiful. What about Paris? How about Athens, Dublin, Italy, all over Italy, Amsterdam, Portugal, Spain, and for sure you know that they're flying to London. Uh, when you book with Air Transat, you already feel like you're on vacation. I Air- already feel like I'm on vacation right now. Yeah? Yeah, because I've flown with Air Transat before. Oh, so it's like you're forever on vacation. Um, you're, yeah, that's what they do. It's like a, it's a weird thing that they have. I don't know what they put in the in the fish, but I forever now feel like I'm <laughs> like I'm on vacation. No, in all seriousness, though, flying with Air Transat is one of the one of the best times I've had uh, I've had flying. And we we took the family down to Mexico last year, and it was it's just such a great experience. And I think that it was a better experience because we had a kid. Yeah. Because when you have a kid with Air Transat, they really sort of they they know what it's like to travel with a kid, and they do whatever they can to make it easier on the parents or parent. Air Transat vacation is calling. All right, let's take a phone call. Hey, it's Raza Mocha. What's your name? Will. Will. Yeah. Roz, Will texted, wants us to give a shout out to his uh, wife, Samantha. She's a huge fan of the show. And he really wants to get the shout out there because he says in his text, she's going to be cheesed. I love the. What? No. 
Oh, man, you're not supposed to say that part. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but she's going well, to find out. She's going to find out. She's going to text me like two minutes. Huh? Oh, man. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> no. Well, finish it off, then. You're the one that texted us. It said she's going to be cheese. I left the cat out today, and she will be home before me, so I'm going to get caught. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh man! So it well, doesn't thanks, matter. Guys. It doesn't matter if we read your text on the radio, or she shows up before you get home and sees that the cat's outside. You're still gonna get caught and still gonna get in trouble. Yeah, but there's a couple hours where I can just enjoy the you know blissful ignorance that I've not <laughs> now I'm fine. Oh, now you're gonna get that calling before you get to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah right after this, I'm gonna get a call. Yeah. Oh right. man. Oh, what's man. your What's your kitty's name? Uh, Kit. Kit. Super okay. original. Yeah. No, it's fine. Do you love yeah. the cat? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's sitting okay. out in the rain today, though, because he wouldn't come uh, in. Well, but. You, you, you can't help but question, you know, whether you love the cat or not. I mean, you did leave it outside all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, you got me there. I got nothing for that. <laughs> no, man. The cat's going to be fine, bro. Yeah, I know he'll live. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to go out, kill some birds. My cat my cat Pickles used to be out from, I would when I would leave here in the morning. Yeah. So 5 a.m. until sometimes noon. You oh, know what I mean? really? Yeah. And she would just go and hunt and she'd just kill birds and show up at the back door with a dragonfly still alive in her mouth like it was uh, a big blue cigar. Gross. Like just, yeah, all these gross things, right? Like cat, they're fine. Cat, the, the cat's fine. Does, does, does a cat get out and come back home often? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you love you're fine then. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll live. Yeah, you're fine. But even though still, like Samantha's going to be cool. pissed, huh? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be, uh, she wants him inside. She doesn't yeah. like him outside, no, no. so I got to deal with that. Was that the one job that you had to do this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Figured. Figured. She's like, get the cat inside. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's inside, honey. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah now, now you're at the now you're at the when you when you get to the you had one job, you know, uh, part of your day yeah. that, that you didn't do. It's not a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so instead of us giving your girl a shout out, do you want to apologize to her on our show? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for yeah, it, babe. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, bring the cat in, even though I said it did. You'll see him meowing at the back door, probably some dead animals. You can leave those for me. I'll deal with those. Okay, there you go, Samantha. All right, thanks, Will. <laughs> awesome, thanks, guys. Bye. Good luck, buddy. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Gina. How are you doing? Damn, Gina. <laughs> hey, Gina. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, Gina, yeah. how old are you? I'm 26. Okay, do you understand that reference at all? Probably not. You no, know, I do. Oh, um, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay, back uh, in the day, there was a show on Fox called Martin starring Martin Lawrence. Yeah. And his wife, or girlfriend slash wife on the show, Gina was her name. And anytime like he'd get upset or whatever the situation he'd always be like damn Gina <laughs> yeah. hey do they still call Italian girls Gina's or no oh not since Jersey Shore now it's Guido's and Guida's yeah I was gonna say it? it transitioned a few years ago from Gino and Gina to, to Guido's yeah. and Guida's okay. once Jersey Shore became uh, became popular gotcha okay. Yeah. okay so damn Gina what's going on um so I was listening to the news this morning and you were talking about the um, best and worst drivers in Ontario yeah and um, I genuinely do not know how Brampton made it on the best list because we have the highest insurance rate in Canada. Like in Canada, we oh. have the highest insurance rate. Jeez. Ouch. That's, that's Okay, rough. so you are from Brampton, which is why he can speak so foul about Brampton. <laughs> and wait, I, I almost die every day because the drivers... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that list again, so it was uh, based on an, in, an insurance website and they, 
used insurance quotes between 2018 and 2019 to figure out which cities in Ontario had the best drivers and which cities in Ontario had the worst drivers. And on the best list, number one was North York, number two was Toronto downtown, three East York, four Etobicoke, five Mississauga, and six Brampton as in the best drivers in Ontario. And, and then the, the worst again was, give me top five. Uh, number one was Orangeville. Wow, and then ouch. Bradford, Woodstock, Sault Ste. Marie, and Brantford Damn. at number five. Yeah. Well, if we're on the best list, we should probably get better insurance. Right? Could you imagine how horrible it is to drive in Orangeville? <laughs> Scared. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gina, love you lots. Thanks so much for calling in today. Love you guys. Thank you so much. You guys make my day every morning. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Sorry, what? Did anyone win the $60 million? Yeah, somebody actually did. No. I don't know where, from where, but when I checked the app... Did you buy a ticket on Friday? I did. I didn't buy a ticket on Friday. I bought three tickets. Three you tickets? You more than three tickets, Maury. Maury like, was trying like to how f- much is a ticket? Is a ticket 20 bucks? Like, is that the minimum? What's the minimum you can get for Lotto No, you have five. Five, five. Is it five yeah. the minimum? So I bought a ticket. Maury and I were... And DJ Climax were at an event on yeah. Friday night in Mississauga at Square yeah. One. Yeah. So before the event, we hit up the convenience store because I saw the sign. I'm like, because I know Climax buys tickets every week, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, did you get your ticket? He said, yeah. I said, I didn't get my ticket. I'm going to go buy one. Right. So I went and I bought 20 bucks worth of tickets. Yeah. Is that right? is that What do you normally do? 20 bucks? I normally do 20 bucks. And then Maury was next in line. And I don't know why, maybe because it was payday, but more was trying to flex like a boss. Yeah. I was like, I'll take $60. $60. I'm with Mocha and Cl- I'm with the high rollers. I felt like I had to impress. I felt pressure. First to of look all, good. there's no such thing as a high roller lottery player. Yeah. I bought 20 <laughs> bucks, dude. So I had I felt like I had to impress. So I'm like, okay, I'll do $60. Like no- thinking Mocha would be like, Oh, cool! Like you know, it doesn't work like that. Like it doesn't. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a table game where the more you bet, the more potential winnings you could receive. Like we have more it, chances in the pot, right? Do, yeah, but sixty. There's no difference between like a five dollar ticket and a sixty dollar sixty dollar ticket. You're yeah. just. Just like, yeah, you're just like, being the way. odds are so astronomical. You're just being wasteful. That in order to. Play those odds. Like if you wanted to actually buy up, it would be impossible. You would need a team of like 40,000 people to go to a convenient convenience stores all over Canada and just sit there and buy tickets for you 24 hours yeah, but a day. You know he's reckless with his money and anyway, you still right? wouldn't win. So my $60 is the same as someone who put in $5. Virtually, yes. yes. But like Maury's so reckless that even before spending $60 yeah. on lottery ticks, Maury went on a shopping spree in the mall. Right. How much did you spend on Q-tips, Maury? <laughs> 20 bucks. On what? Well, these are the Q-tips that have like a hard sort of stick so that when you shove it in your ear, it doesn't bend and break. How hard are you shoving it in your ear that it bends <laughs> like, and breaks? I like to get in there and twist it you around. Know, it's not good for how you, many, huh? You how know many, Q-tips aren't good for you, right? How many Q-tips in that, right. in that pack? That's 100 Q-tips. One, only 100. Yeah. You can go to like shoppers and get like no. a 500 pack. Yeah, but those are the ones cheap. that are that break or bend when no. you stick them in. You know, you're not supposed to use Q-tips. Also, it's not good for you. tell Roz how much you spent on pens. Oh, I spent another $20 on pens because Matthew likes a specific pen. Right. And how many pens are in that pack? Oh, you have to buy them one at a time, a dollar each. <laughs> a, you have to pay for one each. 
You can go to like Staples and get like a pack Bro. of but you know, ten like, pens for like a buck fifty or but something. But I thought that I was going to win like, the lottery. I thought I was walking around with sixty dollars worth of winning tickets. Right. In my mind, that, I'm that's, like, and I was here just going to go. say that because what you have is you like to think that there's something at stake. First, you like to look like a big shot. That's why you're throwing money around in front of Moken Climax. But also, you like to feel that there's something at stake. You like the excitement of it, which is why buying a five dollar ticket for Lotto Max doesn't provide excitement. Buying a $60 ticket provides you with excitement because of the loss, because of the potential loss is where you get the excitement from. I won nothing. And you won nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Just like in life, bro. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Good morning. Jake, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm okay. Okay, so Roz, I met Jake on Friday night in Mississauga at Square One. Okay. He was attending an event that Dammit Mori, DJ Climax, and I we're at right. okay yeah and jake said he's a big fan of the show and he's always wanted to call in to tell us who his favorite is but because our phone lines are always so busy with other people calling he could never get through so i said give me your number i'm gonna call you the next time we're on the radio and you did man thanks for following through dude of course <laughs> i told you i would all right so jake here we go let's get into it between Roz and mocha who's your favorite i gotta say my favorite is Roz. Oh, uh, I well, well <laughs> I was, gonna, I was no, fully actually, prepared to say, man, this was a real, this is a lot of work to make me feel bad. Uh, you know what? The, the reality is my wife and I listen to you guys every morning on the way to work and <clears throat> her favorite is Mocha, but I got to go with Roz, but I got to tell you why. Can I tell you why? Yeah, please. We listen to you every day and it's great when you guys are talking about FML and all these things. And Roz has this superpower. He has this way of really kind of distilling down things to its essence and calling it like it is. And what's really cool about that is, you know, he has this insight and he's not afraid to tell it like it is. And what, what we really love about that is you're not afraid to call BS on people. You're not afraid to uh, sort of call out the hypocrisy. And I got to tell you, man, you know, in a world like today where sometimes, you know, politically correctness kind of runs in luck, it's really refreshing to hear you just tell it like it is. You're not pulling any punches. You're not trying to make people feel bad, but you really got the guts to, to tell it like it is. And I got to tell you, man, you know, the, uh, the world need, needs more people like that. It really does. If the, so don't change, don't change you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Or, and we just, we need, we need more people like that around here. I tell you. I fully appreciate that. Uh, damn it, Maury would disagree with you that the world needs more people like me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or more, or more me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, your voice is, it's great. That's probably the greatest thing, uh, the best compliment ever, man. Like I, you know, I, I, I'm blushing. Like I, uh, what, Mocha, what? Hey, Jake, you could just have Roz and just leave it at that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very detailed response, but I fully appreciate it. It's not necessary. Always appreciated. Thank you. Oh, I'll take that man. win. I shouldn't have taken your number on Friday. I should <laughs> no. have just let you like give that speech to me on Friday. How, was this, how did this play out in your head, Mocha? Like when you met Jake at the mall? Because I met Jake and his wife. And it his was wife, super nice to you, right? They, yeah. But they both were. Yeah. And his wife uh, just immediately, Mocha, you're my favorite. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. And then after Jake said, well, I have a favorite and I've been trying to call and this and this. And I'm like, okay, Jake, give me your number. I'm going to call you on Monday. Don't tell me right now. Yeah. I'm going to call you. 
and we'll, we'll get you on the radio so yeah. you can say it. Yeah. I did not think it was going to go this way. I, want, I need you to do something for me right now, Mocha. Think what? about the way you feel right now, yeah. okay? Terrible. And yeah. then I need you to realize that the way you feel right now, yeah. not only was it orchestrated by you, but you worked on this plan for three days. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I took the time. I talked to Jake. I got to know him a little Set bit. Set yourself a reminder. Yeah. Right. Don't forget to if call any Jake. consolation, my wife's in the background saying, tell them Mocha's my favorite right now. <laughs> yeah. so. I, don't, I don't believe that you have a wife, first of all. Hey! Uh, <laughs> no, I met her. She's lovely. <laughs> and my son has a shout out because he says Maury's his favorite. So we, we really cover the gamut. How old's oh, your son? Man. My son is 13. Well, yeah. Jake, uh, thank you to you and your entire family for listening to the Ronza Mocha show. Honestly, uh, it was great meeting you guys on Friday night and uh, and just we appreciate it so much that you take the time out of your, your busy morning as I can imagine to uh, to listen to the show. Oh, thank you guys. You just keep doing what you're doing. We love listening. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So normally it's official sometime around noon when Billboard decides to declare something number one of the week, right? And that's what we're all waiting for. For them to officially say that Little, Nana, Little Nas X is has broken the record held by Mariah Carey. Did you see this tweet by Little Nas X yesterday? No. Let me, read, let me read you this. He says this. Wow, man. Last year, I was sleeping on my sister's floor, had no money, struggling to get plays of my music, suffering from daily headaches. Now I'm gay. Dot dot dot. Also, that was the end. That was it. That was the whole tweet. If you want to follow it up, Lil Nas X. Also, (laughs) you're gonna beat Mariah Carey. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. And Despacito. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. And the lambs are not happy, right? They are not happy. Specifically, one lamb in Toronto. Lambs, by the way, are hardcore Mariah Carey, fan, Mariah Carey fans. Uh, damn it, Matthew. Damn it, Maury's husband. <sighs> Did not want this to go down. But Maury, being the loving husband that he is, wanted to break <laughs> the news to Matthew and tell him before he heard from anywhere else. It's best yeah. you hear it from me before you see it out there in the streets. Matthew. 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 <clears throat> Mm. Hello? Hello? Mm. What are you... What's going on? I have to tell you something. What? What time is it? 3.30. Are you awake? Yes, I'm awake now. Can you stop coughing on me? It's now the 17th week and Mariah Carey... I guess it's oh not my God. her world record. Little little Naz, he broke her record, I guess, right? What are you talking about? The record, Mariah Carey's longest world record for the number one songs on Billboard for one sweet day. Hello? My eyes are burning. I can't believe you woke me up to this. You know I'm not going to be able to fall back asleep now. You could have texted me later. Or I would have just seen it myself, the news. I know, that's exactly I wanted, how I want to start my week. I wanted to share it with I, you. Can you please stop poking me? <laughs> stop poking me. I needed to tell you the news. I'm f-ing awake and I hurt you. <laughs> how do you feel about that? I don't have any feelings at 3.30 in the morning. What are your immediate thoughts? My immediate thoughts is, can I murder you and get away with it? <laughs> oh, jeez. I love you. If you loved me, you wouldn't wake me up at 3.30 in the morning. 
I'm supposed to go back to sleep. Okay, shh. Oh, please. <laughs> okay, I have to go now. Oh, of course you do. You're going to wake me up and then go. That's great. Okay, shh. Good night. What do you mean good night? Good night, not for me. <laughs> How could you sleep at a time like this? <laughs> oh, hell. So, there you have it. Congratulations, little Nas X. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, earlier this week was the uh, the official announcement that Old Town Road had broken the record for longest stretch at number one on Billboard. 17 weeks, which is astronomical. And everybody around the world was then reporting on it. And the records it broke, we all know, was Despacito, um, Louis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber, but also Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Yeah. And I always love when you hear... I always love, I've always loved when you hear old people or people who you perceive to be old talking about stuff they have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, no. It's always my favorite. It's always my favorite. Who's yapping now? No, I'm going to play you a clip of BBC News. Okay. Them doing the story of Old Town Road. Sure. And he, like, he almost gets his way through it. Yeah. He almost gets through the whole thing without screwing up. So here, I'll play this for you right now. This is from uh, BBC. Okay. The song Old Town Road, a mashup of banjos and bass, has broken the record for longest stretch at the top of the US Billboard record chart. Lil Nas X's hit has now spent 17 weeks at number one. That's longer than Despacito in 2017, or One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys 11 Men in 1995. He was almost Boys 11 men, they got them classics. Because that's how they write it, right? It's like boys and then Roman numerals for, for two, two, I guess. Yeah. And then whatever. Ah, but. boys 11 men, they got that residency in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Hold on. Mariah Carey and boys 11 men in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't laugh, right? You shouldn't laugh. Easy mistake to make. Could have could have been any one of us. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So, no more Marcus Stroman, huh? Are we going to do 92 Reasons Strowman Should Stay? <laughs> no Strowman and Dine? <laughs> no Strow and Dine? Yeah, true. <laughs> well, I mean, he got traded, so I don't know what he's going to do. And it's it's interesting because I know a lot of people are going in on the Jays and why trade a guy that wants to play here. And I, I think he has like a Toronto tattoo on his body. Does he not? I think he did that. That's yeah, that guy was ride or die for Toronto. Yeah, but you know what? Ride or die on Twitter doesn't necessarily mean ride or die at the negotiating table. No. Because if you're ride or die on Twitter, but yet you sit down with the team and you're like, hey, next year, I want six years, $180 million or whatever the hell you're going to ask for. They're like, die. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So you can be ride or die on Twitter. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have that love because I know the rap right now is that Toronto teams get rid of the guys that really just want to stay here and that hurts even more because you wind up paying extra for people to come to Toronto to play because people don't necessarily want to play in Toronto. And so you let a guy 
go, who is ride or die Toronto, just to then overpay next year during the rebuild or whenever yeah, you need to the, replace at him. At the end of the day, it's all about wins, right? Well, it's all about a rebuild. They're not Which looking is exactly to win. exactly what the Jays are doing. Yeah. Is they're, they're not trying to win. They're blowing everything up. Yeah. Listen, man, yesterday, right, the Jays played Tampa Bay at home. Yeah. At one point, the Jays were leading 9-1. Yeah. Would you believe we lost that game? Really? Yeah. Everything fell apart in like the sixth inning. Hey, have you ever heard the story of Tencent Beer Night? You ever watched that video? No. So Tencent Beer Night happened in Cleveland. Okay. In 1974. And at that time, so it was the Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. And at that time, there were like seven major factories that closed down in Cleveland. Everybody was out of work. The river was on fire. Yeah. Literally. And they had nothing. And attendance was down for the Indians games. And they decided to do a promotion, which was 10 cent beer night. Yeah. And they had 28,000 people show up for 10 cent beer night. Oh, man. And the rule was that it wasn't a maximum of six per person all night. It was a maximum of six her time at the bar. Oh, man. So people were, there were streakers by the second inning, okay? It got to the point where they had two young girls who were manning these beer trucks out in the, in the outfield, and they couldn't keep up with demand, so the girls just left, and then fans just started going up to them and drinking. Just helping themselves? By the end of the game, yeah. okay, by the end of the game, you can go and watch the video of how it got from 10 Cent Beer Night to the end of the game, because it is really remarkable that this happened at an MLB game yeah. in 1974, but I'll tell you this, it ends with the Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Indians in the outfield with bats fighting fans. No! <laughs> <laughs> that, okay? That's no. how 10 Cent Beer Night ended. If you get a chance, there's like a great seven-minute video on YouTube about 10 Cent Beer Night in 1974. It's hysterical. Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. you want to make some news? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Marcus Stroman, no longer a Toronto Blue Jay. He's taking his talents home to New York. He's going to play for the Mets. As soon as that news broke yesterday, and I say the news broke in air quotes because we all kind of knew from last week. Actually, for two weeks now. It was a weird one because didn't the Jays tweet out something like, we're working on it, we love him, and it's all great. And then he just replied with, that's news to me, or something like that. Like, there yeah. was a whole, it was ugly. There was, was no messy. talks, no was talks messy. whatsoever. It was messy, yeah. There was no campaign to keep Marcus Stroman, no Stroman and Dine. No. Nothing like that. Come on, man. Give you a free presto card. Yeah. If you stay type thing. Stroman Rome. <laughs> Stroman Rome. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Come on, man. Uh, but the news broke yesterday. Marcus can walk here anytime he wants. And as soon as it happened, Maury, <laughs> Damon Maury, hit the streets of Toronto to find out what you thought. You may not have heard the breaking news. Marcus Stroman is traded? You've heard the breaking news. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. I'm sad to see him go, but I think they're not going to win anything this year. I think we're, oh. I'd rather see them develop for the future. He was a great player, but, you know, it's time to go. Marcus Stroman traded to the Mets. Disappointing. <laughs> well, you know, the Canadian dollar's not doing so well, right? So, got to trade him up. He's got to go where the money flows. What are your thoughts on Marcus Stroman no longer being a Blue Jay? 
Well, it was fun. Oh, I believe it. They wouldn't give him a long contract, so why not? You don't seem shocked by this at all. No, because I remember uh, if you ever went on Strowman's tw- tw- Twitter account, he always said that uh, management had no desire to to, uh, to sign him up. So eventually, you kind of know that he's going to be gone. And it's unfortunate because I think he, he really wanted to stay. And I think a lot of the young t- prospects wanted him to stay. But unfortunately, it's a business and you got to go where you got to go. Immediate reaction to hearing that Marcus Stroman was traded to the Mets. I didn't hear that he was traded to the Mets. You're breaking oh. news to me right now. I just gave him out of uh, Ace's birthday party. So, ah, he was a good Blue Jay. Uh, gave us some good years. I hope we got a lot in return for him. I'm going to miss Marcus Stroman a lot. He's a valuable team member to the Blue Jays. And uh, I'm going to miss him. Goodbye, Marcus. He was my favorite pitcher. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hi, Analia. Hi. How are you? It's Raza Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. good. Thank you for joining us on Raza Mocha's Fix My Life. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Okay. Um, you write us this. My FML is kind of funny, but basically, <laughs> I have come to the realization that most people at my work say my name wrong, <laughs> and I feel like it's too late to correct them. I've worked with these guys for almost eight months now, and I've never been on the show. I've never been on a show or a podcast. I'm absolutely obsessed with all of you. Oh, that's wonderful. So how do yeah. you so how do you pronounce your name? So it's Analia, and it's spelled A N A L I A. Yes. Okay. Can I guess what people are saying? Um, sure. <laughs> Are people pronouncing your name Analia? Yeah, I get that a lot. What, what do you else get, do you what get? you get most? Probably Analia, but yeah. I think I've heard pretty much every variation. I get like Anila, Anelia, Amelia. Get, do you get Analia? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, understand, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Like, it's very difficult when you have the, when you have the word anal in your name and then people start mispronouncing yeah. it. Like it's, it's a very difficult life to lead. It's, you know, I didn't realize how much it would affect me until I moved when I was 10 to a new school. Yeah. And everyone started saying that. They were like, oh, anal's in your name. And I was like traumatized. I was Aww. like, oh my gosh, this is something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. Yeah. And my mom, when I was like around 16, she was like, I didn't know that this was going to be a problem. Like if you want to change your name, like you can. What? And why, the, why the hell didn't your parents just put two N's in your name and solve this problem at the beginning? Because... <laughs> So both of my parents are immigrants and so my mom's from Argentina and she didn't know like where she's from. That is like a very common name apparently. Like I, so when she came and I have a twin brother and his name is Matias Mm -hmm. and he like, also gets every variation ever of his name and it's very few times that people get it right and it's something that I know I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life probably. Okay, so you're you're at work and people yes, say people say your name wrong all the time. And what do you say in those situations? So this is um like this isn't uh, my summer job, so I am a student and so last summer I worked here for 4 months. At the beginning, like, I would correct them. I'd say, oh, like, actually, it's Analia. Like, for the first few weeks, for the first month or so, I would correct people. And then it came to the point where, like, after two to three months, I was like, okay, I can't keep correcting people every single time they say my name wrong. Like, it's an everyday thing. And um, I came back this summer, and a couple people, like, maybe four or five people say my name right. And I don't know. I thought after working, like, seven or eight months with these guys, like, they'd finally get it. 
but apparently not. And I don't know if I should like say something because it I is my think name. You should yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't think that there's any shame in yeah. in in correcting somebody who's saying your name wrong. I think that I, I think that they would want to know, and I don't think you need to make it weird because what's going to happen is they're going to go, oh yeah, Analia. And then you're gonna go. It's, Actually, it's it's, uh, it's it's Analia, and they're gonna go. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so sorry. And you just go, yeah, don't be. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, them, yeah, like when I've corrected people, and then like the next day they still say it wrong. I always get confused when I'll see somebody's name and it's L E A H, right? L E. Okay, Leah. Right. Leah. Or, or or Lee. Oh yeah, true. Right? True, true. Or, yeah. or, or Leia. Like, it, it's 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 one of those things. And so you can tell me that it's Leah, but I still yeah. may look at it and go, Lee. Or, like, it's one of those, like, it's it's not something sure. that sticks, right? Yeah. You it's have not to, a common yeah. name that you read it once and you get it, right? Yeah, so, but I don't think that yeah. there's anything wrong with you not. saying... Uh, to, to a co-worker, hey, it's actually pronounced this. I know, and it's the thing is, like, I am very used to, like, correcting people very first time meeting them, like, first conversation even. Sometimes they forget. That's okay. I'll, like, say it again. But, like, I don't know, like, reminding people every single day. Like, I work with these guys Monday to Friday, like, eight hours a day. Mm. And I just, like, I don't know, like, after a while, like at school or at my other jobs, people always get it. But for some reason at this job, just like I work with all guys yeah. and they just don't seem to get it. Like you're, work, you're working in a factory. Like here's one thing you can do. Okay? Yeah. Because you, yeah. can, you, can, you can handle dudes this way, right? If somebody yeah. goes, uh, hey, this is uh, Analia. You go, no, <laughs> it's Analia. Like Anasia. And then walk away. <laughs> And then, and then walk away. And then turn around and walk away. And they're going to laugh and they're going to go, oh, okay, I get it now. It's Analia, like Anasia. Yeah, I've you never know? thought of that before. Yeah, and, then they, and, they, and they, won't, they won't forget that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like when, when, the, when the Wiggles come in here, they only, like, you know the Wiggles, the kids band? Yeah, they, yeah. They only ever call Mocha Maka. I know, I did notice that actually yeah. last time, like, they were on the show. And because they're the Wiggles, we never correct them. And we're always yeah. like, man, should we tell them that it's not Maka? No. That it's actually Mocha? Because it's been years <laughs> right. and it's already established. Yeah. So, you know, and they have well, songs there you go. and stuff. Like, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. But no, you should feel you should feel no shame. You feel better about that, Analia? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm getting like traumatized from like 10 years ago when I was in school. No, but when somebody yeah. says your name incorrectly, what are you going to say? Anasia, bye. Yeah, yeah. and say peace. Thanks for joining us on FML. Yeah, I just wanted to say like thank you so much for giving me a call and you guys just make my day. I work shift work, so I can't always listen to the live show, but I love you guys. And I don't live at home anymore, unfortunately, but um, my me, my sisters, my mom, we all listen to the show and we all listen to the podcast and I'm on episode... 62 of the podcast. I oh, listen wow. to it every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And um, I have, yeah, like I really like, I've been listening to it all summer and you guys are the best. And my love, my mom loves Maury. My sister loves Roz and I also love Roz. So, um, but I really. <laughs> Sorry, Maka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just like love how like really honest you are, Roz. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Anna. Yeah, no, but Mocha, we love you too. You are the best also. <laughs> Girl, love you lots. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, have a great day. Thank you so much. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on Kiss. I love it when people take random objects from their house, condo, wherever they live or work, 
and that thing is like super rusty or super old. So when you move it across the room or you open it, it makes a noise that sounds like something else we've heard before. Yeah, it's like a thing that sounds like another thing. For example, the latest one is a door that when being closed, I guess the the hinges are just so like oily, uh, not oily, but like rusty Mm -hmm. and old, that it sounds like the theme song from Jaws, like the opening. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, hit me. Oh, wow. Right? And just for reference... What the hell kind of door is that? That's uh, That has to be like a factory. That's a big metal door, right? Just for reference, yeah. here's what the original Jaws God, theme song perfect. sounds like. Yeah, dude. Right? Like it's in the same key. Yeah. Now listen to the door. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. I would never go in that door. Yeah, at all. I would never open that door. And then you start getting into, you know, other things that sound like other things. Oh, no. Like, remember that shovel when it hit the ground and it sounded like the the opening to Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana? (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. That's right. A guy threw a shovel on the ground. And then somebody took the actual Nirvana song (laughs) and mixed it with this, so it sounded like... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, man. (laughs) And then there's a garage door that sounds like a T-Rex. Sort of. I don't know. This one's debatable. Well, we don't know what a T-Rex sounds like. Right. Like that to right. me sounds like a rusty door that's just making a rusty door noise. Right. But again, we don't know what a T-Rex sounds like. You can sort of guess based like on... like Jurassic Park and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a movie T-Rex. Okay, this one I'm going to disagree with 100%. Okay. This one is labeled Broken Door Sounds Like Transformers. Transformers? What do Transformers sound like? Like when it's transforming into the thing. Oh, Right? Like, you can't tell me that sounds like this. Well, it doesn't. First of all, who is the huge nerd that opened or closed that thing that we just listened to and went, Transformers. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody took a Coca-Cola can and slid it across the table. Yeah. And they're saying that it sounds like Chewbacca from Star Wars. Yeah, very much does. There's been a lot of things that people have that sound like Chewbacca over the years. That one was really close, though. That one's close. I think that actually does sound like Chewbacca. Oh, I think the best one was the... Was it like a drawer opening? It was a cabinet door. It was a door. cabinet door. Yeah. yeah. This one, right? <laughs> right? That's Chewy. Chewy. <laughs> 
Let's get into this uh, Mario Lopez nonsense. So AC Slater was on a podcast with Candace Owens. First of all, why he's on the podcast with Candace Owens is a whole other thing. She is um, a sort of lightning rod conservative, makes a lot of news for saying some stuff that rubs people the most wrong way. And she's lightning quick and are they friends i don't know i don't know Maybe that's why he agreed to i don't know be on the podcast she like she's sort of she fills that that space in that sort of conservative online world where she's you know she's young she's articulate she's black and she says a lot of stuff that you would not expect somebody who is young female and black to say about african-americans so that's sort of how she made a name for herself and then there was all this other stuff but why he's doing this podcast i have no idea i have don't even know why mario lopez would think that it's a good idea to sit down and put himself on this platform no good is going to come from it for him no good is going to come from it no good came from it so she brings up, Candace Owen brings up, and her wording for this is is salacious, right? So she brings up as what she called a weird trend in Hollywood. They were talking about parents, famous people who have said that they're going to let their kids pick their own gender or not impose a gender on their kids until they decide. So this is a little bit of the exchange. Look, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids, obviously. And, you know, and I always say, if you come from a place of love, you, you, know, you, you really can't go wrong. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you're, 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 you think you're a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be, I... I, I I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination then, okay, well, then you're going to be a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be. And it's, it's sort of alarming. And my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on. Right. What about playdates? You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I had a child yeah. and I know that in this household, they're just confusing people and saying, hey, in this room, yeah, you can yeah. pick your gender. I'd be like, mm, maybe yeah, stay at Casa Lopez. Yeah, they don't kick it with those kids. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. So, geez, man. And he got murdered for that. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, trying to understand where somebody comes from when they say that. And I think that the word that really set everybody off was dangerous. And then the headlines became that Mario Lopez thinks that it's dangerous to raise kids as trans or whatever. Where I don't know if that's necessarily what he said. I think Mario Lopez, to be honest with you, one, I mean... He got laid into for one good reason, which was that he spoke of sort of gender and sexuality as the same thing, mm-hmm. right? That's where people sort of called him out on that for being a little ignorant, which is fine. But I think that he's probably watched a couple of YouTube videos, maybe watched like a Vice special, and he has it in his head that not a discussion about gender, which is what this could have been in young kids, but I think that he automatically went to transitioning, Right, where you are then talking about putting three-year-olds on hormones and making life-altering, permanent, forever decisions based on a three-year-old making a decision that they're a they've a gender that they have decided for themselves. I think that that's what he was saying was dangerous. I don't think he was saying that 
transgender people are dangerous. I don't think he was saying that kids who may be thinking that they are a different gender is dangerous. I think that he was talking about letting a three-year-old or going on the words of a three-year-old where then you then make permanent life-altering decisions based on the knowledge of a three-year-old. I think that he was saying that that was a bit dangerous where I think that any normal person would say that could be dangerous. So what is he saying now? So now he apologized. And so this is what he said. Uh, the comments I made were ignorant and insensitive. And I now have a deeper understanding of how hurtful they were. I've, I have been and always will be an ardent supporter of the LGBTQ community. And I'm going to use this opportunity to better educate myself moving forward. And I will be more informed and thoughtful. But why even have mm. this conversation yeah. Like, that's what I don't understand. Why are you going on Candace Owens? But he was, and pre- having like, this he would have been prepped ahead no, of time, no, right? No, like, or, no. Like, here's kind of like the overall she theme shot him of an email. Gonna, no, she shot him an email. What we're going to talk about? She's, this is what she talks about. Oh, like, if okay. you're a fan of hers, and obviously he is because he's sitting there, yeah. these are the conversations that they have all the time. And so you have to know Mario Lopez, the host of like, you know, Extra or Access or whatever it is that he hosts now, no good is going to come from this, man. Yeah. Like, you're going to get into waters where you're going to drown. Like, you're not going to want, you you don't want to have these conversations because you're not an expert and you're a little confused. I know your intentions were there. He tried to be sort of diplomatic in a sense. If you fill your house full of love and everything else, he wasn't slamming anybody. No, definitely not. He used the word dangerous and he used, I think he was answering a question that wasn't actually asked because that's, he's sort of still confused. Well, because he got into the conversation a little too. A deep right. and not knowing how because, to get out of it. Yeah, because the conversation was gender identity. And in his head, that means putting three-year-olds on hormones Sexuality, and transitioning yeah. them and transitioning them at three. That wasn't the conversation, right? Yeah. Those are two different things. And uh, But what are you doing, Mario Lopez? What are you doing? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know, in uh, LA, the house that Drake has out there, he's got an outdoor mechanical bull. Oh, he's got like what you see in the bars and stuff like yeah. that? That's so random. Have you ever ridden a mechanical bull? Never. No, you haven't? No. Oh, Am they're I? fun. No. They're fun. Have you ever ridden one, Maury? No way. You haven't ridden a bull? Like a mechanical bull? I feel like it would knock your neck off. Oh, my God. I've never God. been in a situation where I've had to get up on a mechanical bull. But like, you've... I've never been to an establishment that had one. No, huh? Never. Jeez. I mean, listen, if Drake invites me to his place in LA. Yeah. I've been uh, I've I, been invited to ride one. I can't tell you the amount of times I got drunk and rode the bull at yeah. the, the Saddle Ranch in, L- in L.A. How long? Oh, you fall off immediately. Yeah. Like it's just it's 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 a joke. Do I we not have Do we have one in the city somewhere? Yeah, got Horse. Where's that? It's on Adelaide. Does that still exist? That joint? Yeah. Really? Why don't you guys oh, go ride the bull? What about that? Uh, isn't there like another cab um, country place along Adelaide, or maybe that's the place I'm Rockin thinking Horse. of? Oh, Rockin' okay. Horse. I never heard of that joint. It's fun. Is it? Yeah, they do line Yo, dance. Sounds like a cougar bar. I, uh, I think Very I dropped. So. I remember I drove Jenna there once for a bachelorette party. Yeah. Yo, enough bachelorette <laughs> yeah, parties that, okay, out okay, there. Okay, that, yeah. Yeah, because why not? There's a bull, right? Yeah. You ride the you ride the mechanical bull in the little tiara with the, you know <laughs> what I mean? The sash and everything. The sash. Ride the, to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <sighs> What's the longest that like you've lasted on the mechanical bull? You uh, think? Like I don't even know, like four or five seconds, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the operator of that because yeah. most times it's somebody running it, right? Like it's somebody. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. It's like a, the there's a carny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I think they judge based on who gets up there. 
Like, yo, I'm going to mess with this dude. Yeah. Two seconds, put it on full blast. Well, of course they do. Yeah, and they go much harder on the dudes than they do on the ladies. Unless it's a bachelorette party. Yeah, I think this place still exists. It's called Rock and Horse Saloon. Yeah. yeah. You guys got to get down there, man, and ride that bull. I'll ride the bull. Yeah? Yeah. We got we to gotta make this happen. Sure. I'll go. Look, they got fried chicken and everything. <gasps> fried yeah. chicken and a mechanical bull. What oh. could possibly go wrong? I'm ready. I'm down. They get your hands all nice and greasy so you lose grip. No, I know no, what no, you're no. doing. No, I know no, what no, you're no, doing. No, 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 Yeah. Mechanical bull first and then fried chicken. Oh, I got you. That'd be my tactic. Yeah. You got to hook that up more. Done. Yeah. yeah Give I'll him a call. Go. See if we can find anyway, So Drake has a mechanical bull? Yeah. Jeez, man. It's the life, huh? I wonder if he's going to do that, if he's going to set one up at his new house in Toronto, that big mansion that he's building. It's built. Like, I wonder what ridiculousness he's going to be spending his I money know, on. I know, I know. At that new mansion. Yeah, I always love when you see these houses and they just do, like for me, the height of cool is when you see these houses and they just have like one bowling lane in the basement. And, oh, it just, yeah. and it's so perfect looking, right? Yeah. But they have everything. They have like well, the ball thing that comes out and the uh, the, the lottery that lights. my husband and I bought a ticket for that we're going to win a house for has a massage room. Yeah, but then you got it. Who's going to massage you, though? That yeah. doesn't come with a masseuse. What, are you just going to lie on the table? It comes with two massage tables. And wait for somebody to come in? Yeah, but you know how much you're going to spend on having people come to the house to rub you guys down? But I assume if you win a $6 million home, you can afford a massage. First of all, uh, you're going to be broke from the taxes on that, Maury. <laughs> You have to be able to have the money to sustain that kind of a lifestyle, let alone. You think Matthew's going to let you turn property. the lights on in the massage room? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put the air conditioning on in your six hundred square foot condo. You think he's going to let you <laughs> turn the lights on in the massage room? <laughs> Hell no! You're never even going to be allowed in the basement. It's going to you're going to walk into that house. You're going to win that six million dollar house, and it's going to look like something from an old '80s horror movie, where you're going to suddenly go, "Hey, let's go to the massage room." You're going to get to the basement door, and there's going to be big giant nails in it, just so you can't even you can't go down. Caution to yes. So good luck with that lottery, bro. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, so what's this story about J-Lo? What? So it was her birthday. We all know that. She turned yeah. 50. J-Lo's dynamite. Love J-Lo. Does not look 50. Maybe she does. Maybe that's what you're supposed to look like when you're 50. We just saw slack. Oh, yeah. Right? I would maybe say that, so. Maybe that's what happens when you put in the work. That's what you look like when you're 50. She puts in work. Yeah. She puts in the work. Get the results. So I guess A-Rod decides to buy her a Porsche. A-Rod, her uh, fiancé. And I'm reading two different headlines here. One is that J-Lo got a car for her birthday, a $140,000 Porsche, and hasn't driven a car in 25 years. Wow. And then I'm reading another story that A-Rod bought J-Lo a car and she's never driven a car. So what am I to believe here? What? So play the clip here and then I'll, and then I'll go through the stories. So she said, I've never driven a car, period. That's what it sounds like at the end. I've so, never driven a car, period. Period, right. Okay, but according to A-Rod, he said that she hasn't driven a car in 25 years. So when she was 25 years old? Maybe she drove, she a drove car, but and like... And she just stopped? I don't know. I guess, because like at 25, she was 
live, well, you're either living in New York or you don't have a car. Yeah, but right? acting, when you're young and, and then you're singing. acting and then I don't know. Like I don't know. It's 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 not weird to me that somebody famous doesn't like drive themselves yeah, because she currently. Gets driven yes. Everywhere. That's she a very believable situation. Transportation provided. But most people still have a car like when you live in LA for the amount of time that she's had a place in LA for the idea of not being able to just shoot out or you got to text somebody every single time you need to go and do something must be maddening like you should take cabs everywhere <laughs> cabs you think jail is taking a cab no, like, uh, let's go, okay, let's say she's never driven before. Yes. Right? Yes. As Be- she said. Because, keep in mind, I was in my 40s, well into my 40s, and it didn't have a driver's license, never had a driver's license. Yeah, like two so years like, ago. Yeah, so here. I get it. Like, I get it. Okay, you so can let's live a, You can live a very happy life. With the quote that she said in that, that audio piece that we played, where yeah. she said, I've never driven, period. Right. Right? So let's go down that road. Yeah. She's never, ever driven. No. So when she needed to get around, was she relying on cabs and or friends? Like from back in the day? Yeah. Like before super fame hit? Yeah. I like guess. Like pick her up and like take her places? I guess. Like growing up in New York, I mean, there's cabs you everywhere. You just take the subway Or you everywhere. take the subway. But right? Her first was, album was called On the Six, but she's been which in is LA, a train. She's been in LA for, forever though. But she's been in LA, so. And Miami, right? Yeah, but LA and Miami, that happened after like she started gaining a little bit of fame. So I would assume at that point no, she didn't she need was, a car she, because she it was, was all transportation the, provided. She's part of the dance pack on In Living Color. She didn't have yeah, a driver true, when true. she was doing In Living Color, man. She was paying for cabs then. She yeah, she had to be paying for cabs, had right? Which is a very expensive way to live when you're in Los Angeles. A very expensive way. So J-Lo, 50 years old, according to her, never driven a car before. A-Rod buys her a $140,000 Porsche for her birthday. Because really, that's what you get for somebody who has everything, is you get them the thing that they can't use. Money well spent, right? I guess. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I had way too much time on my hand yesterday. I sat outside. On your hand? Just one. <laughs> I had way too much time on my hand. <laughs> what was your other hand doing? Yeah. Don't, ah, don't, don't. answer that. Not it. Um, so I was sitting outside the garbage chute ro- room. Wait, what? <laughs> I was sitting outside the garbage chute room. I brought out a chair and I sat outside the garbage chute room of my condo on my floor in hopes to catch people that don't put things down the chute. You think that that's the way to catch them? So is I by sat, sitting there? So I sat there for an hour reading a book, waiting for someone to go in the and not put it down the chute so I can yell at them. But like, you're sitting in the, where, in the hallway? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you need a hobby, man. But like, you don't think that that's maybe not the best way to catch somebody? So is, should I have hidden in the room? Well, no, obviously you have to go down the chute. <laughs> right and poke your head out just hang on to the sides yeah you gotta hang on to the sides of the chute and just listen like just open it a, a crack and then when somebody comes in and they just drop it on the floor then you yell at them yeah hey needles to say i do well no first you have to anyone. go down the chute and then you go all the way back up um Pause. so wait a second Why wait be, stop everybody yeah. did you just say needles to say needles to say needles to say <laughs> 
Okay, I just want to make sure. That's the correct way of saying it, by the way. So, Maury had too much time on his hand and needles to say. <laughs> Your plan didn't work. Caught no one. Right. How Literally, long were you sitting out there for? About an hour, and no one came out of their door. Right, well, what time so of day is this? So, what was the plan of attack, though? Like... You, because there's always someone that leaves uh, bed sheets or something just sort of in the, <laughs> in, the, in the garbage chute but doesn't push it down. Oh, no, so it's not like they leave it on the floor. They just don't push it down? Yeah, and I wanted to catch them to say, hey, push it down. So somebody, you're sitting on the outside of the, the room, right? Yeah, in like a chair, like a security okay. guard outside then, a door. So the person opens the door. At that point, you would get up from your chair and like look over their shoulder to see what they're doing? No, I'd let them go do their thing. Then I'd go look and then yell at them going, hey, man. But you didn't because everybody put their garbage down the chute. No, no one came out. Nobody came out. Yeah. Well, needles to say, Maury. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what that saying is? Needles to say? Do you know what that means? It's a, even though you've said this, yeah. it means something else. Even though you've said I've said this. it, but what I meant was not it. What I said was this. Yeah. Use, like, use an example. Like, say, say, instead of, like, use words here. Okay, so, um... No, he's using a lot of words. No, no, right but not the, but I know, but I think that But he they can, don't make sense. Thank you. Roz took the cheese. Yeah. But he didn't eat any of the cheese. Right. So, Roz took the cheese. Yeah. Needless yeah. to say, he didn't eat any of it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. I, like you know what, Maury? Grammar, bro. I, I honestly thought that I was going to get a chance to goof on you, but you nailed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hello. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How are you? We're good. How are you? Good. What's your name? It's Tara. Tara, we got your text. Here's what Tara wrote can to I, us, Roz. Yeah, oh, what do you need to do, Tara? I just need to get my kids so they can hear you. Oh, okay, okay you go get your kids. I'm going to read your text to Roz, okay? Okay, so it's, I'm going to put you on speaker with Bryson, my middle one, and I'm going to go get Bryson out of bed. Okay, it says, My three kids and I listen to your show every morning. We all love you. My eldest son has become addicted to listening to your podcasts. Oh. We've tried calling a million times. Uh, so we could say good morning, but we've never managed to get through. It would make my kids summer to be able to say hi to you on the radio. There we go. So, Tara, are you there with your kids? Yeah, please come. Okay, y'all got to move closer to the phone. Okay, we're all here. Right, Avery, come, come. <laughs> who are your kids and how old are they? So we've, I've got Avery, who is five. I've got Bryson, who's seven. And I've got Riker, who's nine. Wow, Riker. Yeah, great, Riker. Great names, great names. Are you a Star Trek fan? Uh, no, but I know where you got that from. And that's actually not where I got it from, but that's usually what I get. Did you name him after? So did you name him after the? So, Holy rude! Ross. Okay, listen, it's it's either Star Trek or the prison, and I didn't want to assume the prison. <laughs> no, it's not. The, definitely not the prison. I no, I just found it in the book. Oh, okay. Hello. Also, I wasn't going to ask, and you're, you're the type of mom that's like, you want to know where I got it from? And then I'm like, yeah, Star Trek. And you're like, no. Everybody says Star Trek. I didn't ask. Okay? You, you brought it up. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. Well, I, I apologize for bringing up. <laughs> so who's the oldest? Is it Riker or Bryson? Riker's the eldest. Hi to Riker. Hey. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Good. How's your summer been? Excellent, actually. Yeah? What have you been up to? Well, uh, I've been starting with tennis camp. Basketball camp and uh, swimming camp. Wow. Damn, that's, that's a kind lot. Of awesome. Uh, what do you have planned for the rest of summer? Anything else? Any other camps? Are you going to be going on vacation no. or no? Just hanging out? Oh, yeah, we are. Um, 
Well, we are going to be going to Cuba for the last uh, seven weeks. I mean, not seven weeks. Uh, sorry. Last uh, seven days. Hey, uh, seven <laughs> weeks? Jeez. Taking it right into September, bro. Uh, so you, uh, you listen to the podcast a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What do you What do you like about the Raza Mocha show? I'm curious. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, when I first started listening to you, it just got me... Well, interested, so yeah. I keep listening to you. Riker, you know the Raza Mocha show's been uh, on the radio longer than you've been alive? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nine-year-olds are such trolls. I know, big time. Like, you guys are the worst. <laughs> There's nothing. I honestly thought he was going to be like, oh man, guys, that's yeah. like super interesting. <laughs> no, they don't care. <laughs> doesn't care. Uh, listen, you guys oh, are man. all awesome. Your mom is awesome and y'all have great names and uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Thank really you. quick. Like Hold on. God, Tara, like seriously, having you as a mom, honestly, I wouldn't be able to take it. If I were any of your kids, I'd probably run away. Okay. Every okay. time somebody asks you guys on the radio, we're all shouting out our answers because okay, we all okay, kind of have okay, different okay, answers. But you have to let Mocha do his thing. Like, oh, sorry, okay, Mocha. Like, relax <laughs> a second here, okay? Okay. So we're okay. going to go one by one. Okay. We're going to start with you so you can just get it out of your system right now. <laughs> So, okay, Tara, I between... Can you just let... Oh, my God, Tara, seriously. Tara, you gotta let Mocha finish. I'm a teacher, too, so you know there's a lot going on here. No, okay. I know, but you gotta let Mocha finish. Tara, between Wait, Raza Mocha, who's your okay, favorite? You're, you're a teacher? Stop speaking out of turn, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll okay. raise my hand next okay. time. Tara, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? I absolutely adore Mocha's laugh. So I go with Mocha. Riker, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I figured we'd go with Roz. Avery, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, oh, no. And Bryce? Bryson, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Mocha. Oh, oh we got a tie! Anybody else in the house over there? Nobody else. That's it. Just the four of us. Come on. All right, uh, so we got to end in a tie. Well, well, we do have two more people. Wait, we had two more people, but unfortunately, they're pets. Oh, they're pets. Oh, I so thought they're you said they're people. dead. <laughs> 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 well, listen, uh, Tara, Riker, Avery, Bryson, we love you lots. Thanks very much for listening to the Ross and Show, and enjoy the rest of your summer, okay? Thank you. Mocha Show podcast. America's Got Talent last night. It's been crushing it this season. Man, so good. Like I don't, even, I don't even watch the show. I watch the I watch the clips on YouTube, and I've like almost cried like six times. Well, this one this is making the rounds this morning. A guy by the name of Greg Morton who okay. goes by the handle the man of many cartoon voices, and he's been around forever. Man, you got to be really good at cartoon voices if you call yourself the man of many cartoon voices. He's touring across the U.S. One thing I learned about Greg Morton is that in 1977, he played football professionally for the Buffalo Bills. How old is this guy? He's playing football in 77? In 77. Oh, jeez. Okay. So listen to this. So he gets on stage and he says he's going to do impressions. His impressions are amazing, by the way. Okay. And he's going to do impressions of uh, from famous movies. It's always tough to go on AGT when as an impressionist because it's like you got to really wow people, man. What I'd like to do is I'd like to share with you some of my favorite movie moments. Here we go. Welcome to Jurassic Park. 
everybody, it's time to go back to the future, to infinity and beyond. E.T. phone home. <laughs> the Dodgers and the 24th and a half century. <laughs> McGuire, McGuire. This is when the freaking gremlins do. Wait, they're gremlins. Don't get them wet. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Like he's really good. I, I don't know. I don't know if he is, to be honest with you. No? You don't like it? No, because he's 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 mastered one line from each thing. Like I need more. But here's what Simon Cowell had to say. Okay. Yeah, before I do, what the hell do I know? After Greg Morton's performance on AGT last night. This takes me back to the beginning of America's Got Talent, this act, which was genuinely believing there were people out there like you who had this great talent, but where do you showcase your talent to the whole of America? And I do think you deserve this opportunity to be at the Dolby Theatre... Yeah, I agree with Simon. He should win it all. <laughs> but I'm watching this guy on TV know. last night, right? Yeah. I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Yeah. And then I realized I had seen a video of a stand-up routine that he did from like 2006 where, and there's multiple versions of this video and what he's known for are his Star Wars impressions. Oh. And he did this one bit where he ran through the original trilogy with some famous lines. Yeah. And this is what he does on his Oh, okay. I'm interested tour. in this. Okay. And we had the best movie in the world when we were kids. Star Wars. Oh. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Come on, man. Stay on target. Stay on target. Close it up. Stay on target. They're coming in too close. Shut them down. Shut them all down. They're dying. Oh, yeah, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. Just okay. Yeah, I really do. I just think he's a he's talented. He's he makes a show out of it, right? Like I think. I think that I think his presentation is better than his actual impressions. Like I would say that that's a mediocre Chewy. Really? Yeah, I would say oh that that's a mediocre God. Chewy. But his presentation is what is endearing, not so much his impersonation. So if you were a judge on AGT, you wouldn't even give him no, that No, I don't think I would. Really? No, I don't think I would. I really don't. Yeah. I, listen, I, and I love guys like this. I, I think it's awesome when somebody can do voices. And What if I told you yes. that Greg Morton 
1977 also played professional football <laughs> yeah. for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Have you said any other team? <laughs> Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hi, Catherine. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, so you listen to the Roz and Mocha show in BC, correct? Yes, that's correct. I called before, too. Uh, so you write us this, Roz and Mocha FML, Fix My Life. We are questioning whether or not to have a second child and recently saw yes. Mocha's Instagram post about baby number two. It would be super helpful to hear their thoughts about the decision with having a second child. So yes, Mocha as is... As well as your decision with whether whether or not you didn't want a second child. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so we have one. Catherine and I have Roxy and then Mocha yeah. and uh, his wife Jenna have Cruz and baby number two on the way, which I secretly hope they name Craig. Um, <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> did you, so where are you guys right now? So you and your, is it your husband? Yeah, uh, you, we're in Vancouver, BC. So you have one kid already, correct? Yeah, almost the same age as Cruz. Okay, so explain your okay. explain your situation, your family right now. Um, we're two working parents, full time. Uh, I travel a lot. Actually, I called from Louisville last time. If you remember me, Catherine, that works with freezers. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean it's great with one child, and I feel like it's good, like it's enough. But I always wonder if I should have a second child. Have you and, and your uh, husband had the conversation about whether or yes, not? Yes, we have. Oh, wow. I'm so flippantly flopping, and we both have like that and he supports whatever I want so and I feel like this like it's the result like the pressure is on me <laughs> to make that decision so are you talking about pressure like outside pressure or pressure from your husband because because oftentimes these things when, when when they start become a tricky situation it's when one parent wants to have another and the other does not but you guys sort of seem to be on the same page with this and you're just worried that it's outside pressure to have a second kid oh I don't. I don't really care what outside people think. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm really happy with one, but I always wonder what it's like to have two as well. To have uh, my son have a sibling. Yeah. Do you have any uh, siblings, Catherine? Or does... I do not. I don't have any siblings. I'm the only child, and I, I thought I was fine growing up. Yeah. Um, I mean, always there was always moments I'm like, oh, it would be nice to have someone to talk yeah. to or whatnot. But once I'm once I'm grown, I, it didn't really matter. But my husband has a has a sibling, mm-hmm. so <laughs> and all, all my friends say that that have kids they're already at number two, and the ones that don't have kids uh, they either don't want kids at all or they also still want number two. And I'm the only one that's like I'm okay with one. Okay, so let's let's break this down here then. So Mocha, your decision to have two was that always the was that always the oh plan? that was always the game plan. Okay. We had talked about it even like before we got married. Like hey, if we're gonna have kids, it'd be nice just to have two. We definitely know that we do not want three. Mm-hmm. That was me too. So Mocha's plan was to always Mocha's plan was to always have two, and mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people make that decision. Like I grew up with a brother who I mm-hmm. was so unbelievably close to, and I still am unbelievably close. I'm yeah, forty. Yeah. I'll be forty. How old will I be this year? Forty five. I'll be I'll be forty five <laughs> with the year. I'll be forty five this year. I have lived with my brother every single year of my life, with the exception of a year and a half. And, oh, wow. and we, yeah. we we still live together. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And with Catherine and I, Roxy was not planned. Like we were, we didn't sit mm-hmm. down and say, "Let's start a family." Um, mm-hmm. It was the greatest mm-hmm. decision that I never made. And. <laughs> 
when we when we had her, we really didn't talk about having ha- having another. We, it would come up every now and then. Like Catherine has two siblings, and I have my brother, mm-hmm. and I have the greatest relationship that I've ever had. You know, with with anybody. Mm-hmm. Like my brother and I are just so we're just so tight. Um, but we never really discussed having another. And yeah. and and yeah. when you look at your okay. life, you sort of are like. You know, what's the best for everybody right now? And what is the line of being selfish to my own needs to where I am then maybe screwing my kid out of a better life? And if, yeah. you're, if, if your overall happiness and well-being and, 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 and life is going to be better with that, but if you really think that it's going to be a detriment, then you have to make decisions based on what's good for the family. Mm-hmm. If none of that matters, right? If none of the financial stuff matters, if you got enough rooms for all your kids, if you don't have to worry about money, everybody's going to eat, everybody's going to have fun, everybody's going to go to school, where nobody's going to nobody's going to be suffering because you just keep having children all the time, like some people do. Um, then, then it's then it's 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 really a crapshoot. It's like who cares? Why yeah. not? And the reality is this: when you say you don't know if you want one, the only way that you're going to find out if you actually want two kids is to have two kids. Have, yeah, and I don't want to do that. I feel like I do, but then at the same time, I feel like I'm not ready. Catherine, if you're not ready, then you're not ready. Yeah, it's and that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I it's just always wondering, like that wonder, yeah. but then. Do I really want to go through all that? My my kid was not very was not, was not an easy kid. So you're like, st- you're still that, dealing with the trauma. I yeah. Yeah, so yeah. See, so yeah. maybe yeah, you're not over the trauma yet. So it's hard to make a decision on whether you want to have two when you're still dealing with trauma from number well, one. Well, and that's the thing though, right? Like we had we were, you know, stuck in that baby stage for so long. Yeah. And it's still fresh mm-hmm. in our mind, even though Cruz is now a toddler, yeah. we still remember mm-hmm. everything from when he was a baby. So we're like, yo, if we're gonna do this and have a second child, let's do it right now while everything is still fresh and we know exactly what it was we did to get through all the things all the stuff plus Cruz gets a buddy out of it yeah but right now like like mocha Mocha and jenna have like one foot out of the forest right like just like there's one so you're not out of the you got you're not out of the woods you got one foot out of the forest and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. all of a sudden a new kid is just going to drag you back to zero yeah you're starting all over again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um, Yeah, which we're fine with because we're now like fully prepared for it right yeah does that kind of give a little bit of insight, a little bit of help, Catherine? Yes, yes. It's. Uh, I mean, I still. That means I, I still got to go back to the drawing board and way out. Yeah. So what the hell did we just spend all this time talking know. to you for, I girl? Know. I don't know. It's fun. I like talking about kids. <laughs> hey, Catherine, yeah, love you lots. They're, they're Thank great. you for listening in Vancouver. Thanks so much. Ross and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. Hey, Ross and Mocha, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing great. What's your name? Melissa. What's up? I myself am a mom of twins. Oh, oh so you damn. didn't have that choice, huh? <laughs> Ready or not, here's two. Yeah. I think the biggest factor in deciding whether or not you want two is how much sleep are you currently getting and what is your patience and tolerance level? If you can handle a lot of things happening all at once and multitask pretty well and you're sleeping decently, then I think you're good to go. If all the financials and everything else works out right, then you're fine. And I think, uh, Mocha, especially when you're like already in baby mode and it's still fresh, it's easier because you're going to go through maybe not, you know, 
starting right back from square one because you're still already kind of sleep deprived still into like the little kid stuff it's not like you're entertaining a nine-year-old and a two-year-old because they have totally different levels of need and attention at the same time and once you're done with the phase you're pretty much done with it so for the seven years that Roz was Father to Roxy, right? Mm-hmm. Was, yep. still is. Mm-hmm. But for the seven years that I didn't have a child, you know, Roz would always say, I'm the tired, like the most tired I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That on top of working two full time jobs every single day. It wasn't yep. until when Jen and I had Cruz where I was like, oh my God, I totally understand because now I find that Cruz is two years old and another one on the way, I am, people are asking me about sleep and getting yeah. rest and whatever. Yeah. And I use the exact same line because it's the only way I could ever describe no. it, which is I am literally yeah. the most tired that I have ever been. Yeah. Even yeah. when you, when they're little like that, just even the casual parts of life are exhausting. You know, yeah. Like yeah. Th- things that shouldn't be exhausting become exhausting. You know, just sitting down for ten minutes is exhausting because you got to fight for that ten minutes. You shouldn't have to fight yeah. for ten minutes. Yesterday you know? I sat Life down and I drank a coffee. Yeah. Right in the afternoon, it was like twelve thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Cruz went down for his nap, and I was like falling asleep drinking my coffee. Yeah. And even after I had my coffee, usually it takes me like maybe about an hour or so before the caffeine kicks in. Yeah. I yep. No way. It did not, like it had zero effect on me yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, coffee loses its luster a little bit. Yeah. And when you're sleeping at night, you're never fully turning off because part of you is still in parent mode to be ready and available in case something happens if they wake up crying, if they feel sick. So you never fully shut down anymore. So it's a totally different way of sleeping. I used to tell Catherine, because there's a 10-year age difference between me and Catherine. And mm-hmm. and I told her years ago, and we're almost at that point now in the new year. I'll be able to say this: where when we had Roxy, and she was just like you know crying all that, like all that baby stuff that just sucks, right? That just yeah. keeps you up all night. I told her, I said, listen, in ten years, ten years from now, I'm going to remind you in ten years. Get in tune with how you feel right now, how your body feels and how tired you are at this age. Yeah. Now imagine having a newborn. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You got 10 years on me. You got 10 years on me, but I want you to know what it's like. Yeah. To be my age dealing yeah. with a newborn. And just imagine that for a second. Yeah. It's it's hard. Yeah. But once they hit that, like Roxy's at that golden age right now where they're fun. They're interactive. You can go and do things. You don't have to worry about wiping their butt anymore. Oh. You're, you're not running after them. They can kind of maintain themselves to an extent. And now it just, yes, there's going to be the teenage years, which is always, you know, what they call that stage. But yeah. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. And cruises too. Wait till three. And I try not to tell Mocha that all the time because the old the old saying is always like the, the, the terrible twos. And I'm like, you know what? The terrible twos are nothing compared to the FU threes. Really? Oh. Because like we have oh. hit the terrible twos oh. with Cruz. Dude. So like if, if it gets even worse than what it is right now, <laughs> no. then... Like, what are we doing? What are we here for? But the, but the good news is, is that you're going to be going through all that with a newborn in the house. So oh, great, thanks. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Hey, Melissa, love you lots. Thanks for listening. Love you guys too. You guys are awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, okay.
What are you waiting for? Nothing. Oh, sorry. I didn't know what the hell you were doing. It's your cue. Sorry, man. Okay, Mocha. Jeez, obviously I wasn't ready. Obviously you are ready. Yes. Am I right about that? Yes. Let's do the news. (laughs) A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. So two uh, Hollywood diva stories that we got to dive into first. Ooh. The first one, Constance Wu. (gasps) What? Yeah. Listen to this. Don't tell me she's a diva. No, listen to this. Listen to this. I love her. Listen to this here. So this is from the New York Post. So I'm going to read this to you. After being dubbed a more difficult diva than Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B by those on the set of Hustlers, actress Constant Wu is proving her prima donna ways by insisting that she get top billing in the new movie. Oh, come on. Reps for Constant Wu's new movie have contacted multiple media outlets to ensure that her name is listed as the headliner for Hustlers above co-stars Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B. While while Hustlers premieres in September, select publications have been walloped with a warning from the studio that Wu must be named first in the press as she's the film's biggest star. Okay. I know that you were in Crazy Rich Asians and everything, and that was a huge movie. Yeah. But J-Lo is clearly the star star of that movie. Do you remember? And not that long ago... Do you remember when she tweeted when Fresh Off the Boat was renewed and her reaction to Fresh Off the Boat being renewed was effing hell, ugh, F, when she tweeted that on Twitter. Why, she and don't then, like it? And then somebody was like, what are you talking about? Your show just got renewed. And then they were like, that's great news. And then she wrote, no, it's not. <gasps> and then she had to clear up saying that, yes, she's happy that Fresh Off the Boat got renewed and she loves the show and everything else, but she had other projects that she wanted to do. So now she's going to have to put those on hold. So her reps now, and also apparently she has a bunny that she let poop up all over the hotel room that they rented. I don't know. Did you say a bunny? A bunny, yeah. A bunny Uh, rabbit. Yeah. So Constance Wu's rep now denies the allegations that she demanded top billing for hustlers. So we got to get both sides here. According to Us Weekly, Constance had no knowledge or awareness of acts on her behalf of hustlers to have reporting mirror that of the film's casting in uh, contractual billing. So I guess contractually she is supposed to be the top billing. So they say representatives associated with her and the film did engage media outlets to correct misrepresentation of the film's characters and casting in the spirit of collaborating credits to accurately reflect the guidelines set forth in standard legal contracts. God, what? So I'm guessing that, yes, Constance Wu has it in her contract that she gets top billing. Yeah, and the representatives for the movie did, in fact, call people to have them correct it, but it wasn't done in a diva way. This was done previously in contract, so everybody is already on board. I don't know. Anyway, also, once upon a time in Hollywood, the crew, let me read you this. Okay. This is from that Hollywood Reporter piece on Leonardo DiCaprio. Quote, Off camera, DiCaprio has maintained a carefully crafted air of mystery. Some crew members on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood were instructed to avoid making eye contact with him. Oh, get out of here. Yes, he's one of those. He's one of those. He's one of those. Yes, he is. He's one of those. 
<laughs> I love it. I was in a, I don't know where I was. Christina Aguilera, it was a Christina Aguilera show. And I remember we were all, it was like, I was not, like, I was like backstage in the backstage area. And Christina Aguilera had to walk through the hallway. And it was like full of crew and everything else. And I remember being like put into a room. Like it wasn't even that you couldn't look at Christina Aguilera in the eye. You couldn't be in a hallway when Christina Aguilera oh, walked down the walked down the hallway. I remember that. And we were all like, what is going on? This is like, this is the stuff you read about. It's yeah. incredible. I love it. Uh, uh, Taryn Manning from Orange is the New Black. Her Instagram was wild this weekend. Okay. So first she skipped out on the premiere of Orange is the New Black. Then she wrote this on Instagram. The show hurt me more than anything has in my life. Oh, wow. And if this is what I have to do to push what I stand for, I will. I have to speak out before anything happens to me. F fame, this show hurt humans. You will never truly know, but many are hurt. Just imagine the ones you never saw again. You think that felt good for them. I do not need to ever work again in this town. I've been dropped by everyone for having a backbone. No one, not one cast member cares about me, she added. Just watch. And then her former co-star, Lori Petty, wrote, Hey, I love you. And then Taryn Manning replied, Thanks, bubs. I know you do, and I love you. Hmm. And then... That gets deleted, and she writes yesterday, uh, my account was so epically hacked. I'm back, and I'm sorry. Oh. That does not sound like a hack. N- like, when no. people hack somebody's account... They say something They're like, like racist. N-word, N-word, N-word. Or, Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah, something right? way out there. Not something that's, like, personal. Like, that was deeply, like, that was from the heart. And, like, really thought out. Yeah. But like, why not just... A hacker's to- not taking time. No. <laughs> really delve into somebody's personality. Like, a hacker didn't say, God, you know what? I wonder why Taryn Manning wasn't at the Orange is the New Black premiere. Let me hack her and then I'm going to try and come up with a reasonable explanation yeah. <laughs> on her behalf. Like hackers don't operate that way. No. So to sort of play this off as you were hacked, Jessica Alba was hacked over the weekend. Was she really? Oh my God, it was bad too. What um, happened? Yeah, it was just N-word, 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 Jew, no. Jew, Jew, Trump, Trump, Trump. Right. Um, yeah, but the problem was that everybody felt terrible for it because it happened in the middle of the night, right? So everybody's like, oh my God. And it was just She's all sleeping. these, no, it was just all these memes of like people sleeping and they're like Jessica Alba right now while her Twitter oh, is epically hacked. No. Right? You're like, lucky no, that was... when you were hacked, it was just BTS uh, fan yes, love. Yes, that's true. I know. Yeah, no. So that's normally what you get with hackers. So that's what makes this Terry Manning thing uh, quite interesting. MTV is, the story goes anyway, that they are now in heated discussions at the network on how to handle the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. The story came out over the weekend talking uh, that there is debate as to whether they should remove Michael Jackson's name from the award. Now, I guess they don't give it out every year, but the big story was that this year was supposed to be uh, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, but there's wow. been no official announcement of that yet. Well, so can it they may just call actually, it the Vanguard Award? It may not happen. Well, that's like the, the debate. MTV Vanguard Award, and then you get the you get all the MJ fans coming out in full force. Like, there's just too much heat, right? Like, you understand why they may not want to deal with that much heat because you're which what both sides bring heat. You're yeah. either going to deal with the MJ fans who are going to be outraged and say he was never convicted of something, always denied. What are you doing to his legacy? 
So you can deal with those fans, or you can deal with the fans that say, why do you support a pedophile, the people that believe that Michael Jackson is, is, is in fact a pedophile? Well, so just, what heat would you like? Would you rather deal with? I would rather deal with irate Jackson fans than deal with people saying that we support a possible pedophile. You, yeah, have, to, you have to make a decision on what heat is worth dealing with. Is there a chance that they just won't give out the award? But you have to. You you can't not just you can't just ignore your own award. Could they call it something else? Yeah, but they they could. Isn't it funny though that in 1984, um, Thriller didn't win Video of the Year at the MTV Awards? It didn't. No, it was one of the greatest videos of all time. Yeah, and it didn't win. It lost to the Cars. You might think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thriller actually didn't win Video of the Year. One of the greatest videos of all time did not win that year. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, huh. thank you. Uh, that petition to move Halloween is making the rounds again. Uh-oh. So they want to move, there's a petition where they say that they want to move Halloween from October 31st to the last Saturday of October. So okay. would that be, when's so Halloween see. this year? I think it's the a 31st. Thursday, so right? So it's on a Thursday, so it would be the 26th. Saturday the 26th. If it goes through, and let's say we were to change it for this year. Right. So you mean that it could be before the 31st? It would always be before the 31st, unless the 31st is the Saturday. Oh, you can't do that. Why not? Well, then doesn't it sort of ruin the feel? When is Halloween more? The 31st. Of? October. Okay, so... Oh, it's always the last day of October. Okay, so... I see what you did there. <laughs> no, but you didn't see what you did. No, didn't. That's he never the does. shocking part. He never does. <laughs> Okay, so they want to move it, and the the, the the petition now is creeping up on 100,000 signatures, but it does miss, sort of make sense. And when you're grown and you're going to costume parties and everything else, rarely are those parties held on Halloween when Halloween is a Tuesday. Everybody always bumps their adult fun to a weekend, yeah, right? It's going to work. Kids doing Halloween is always sort of on the day. But it's very difficult when you have little kids and tr you live in a city or you got to commute. And it's Halloween's a pain in the ass. So yeah. if they move it it's to the last Sunday of October, Saturday. Saturday. sorry, the last Saturday yeah, of October, listen, bro. Yeah. what then happens on the 31st? Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, it's just another Nothing. day. Halloween. Halloween will be like Thanksgiving. Okay. Where there is no set date for Thanksgiving. But there's a set, like, weekend. There's a set weekend that Thanksgiving always happens on. That's why you always say, when is Thanksgiving this year? Yeah. We're all used to it. It's yeah. all completely fine. We live holiday lives like that together, and it's not confusing. And sure. Thanksgiving is still Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is still awesome. So why can't you do the Follow same thing? Follow-up question quickly. Yes, sir, go if ahead. they present this to the president, how do you get the whole world on board? And then would, <laughs> would, the there be, would there be a American Halloween and a Canadian Halloween then? Okay. Uh, Katy Perry just lost a uh, lawsuit for Dark Horse, which a jury found that Dark Horse did, in fact rip off a 2009 Christian rap song called Joyful Noise by a band called Flame. So this is Dark Horse. There's no going back. Oh, yeah. That's a classic joint. It is. All right, and now uh, what was this? Now, Joyful Flame. Noise by Flame. Chapter one, lift your tail. I heard a lot of words that have tickled many ears. That's why I praise God for the word that we adhere. The word became flesh. Lived for 30 years. Died at 33, but after... Okay. 
I hear it. I yeah, same drum yeah. pattern. I can hear like dun, very dun, tiny, dun, tiny, dun, tiny dun, notes dun, in the back. That, uh, and it was all about that synth riff. Yeah, it was all those tiny notes in the back. Okay, that, uh, that I can hear it. That did it. So how much? Or they they didn't say yet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Usually, um, the uh, or it takes the a couple jury. Days. Yeah, the jury's now going to have to decide what Katie owes in damages oh and who and whoever else owns any royalties on that song and i don't know if they're liable as well but it was it was produced by dr luke oh god so i don't know if so he was named a, in this at account all. how much money the album sold oh yes maybe tour profits no no it'll just be prop it'll it would be based off that track right yeah but if she performed it in concert somewhere sure yeah, I don't know. Grammy I, nominations. Yeah, I don't know how you calculate what you owe somebody. It's usually just I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's it's not going to be a small dollar. amount of money though. Uh, the Capital One data breach could have affected six million Canadian bank accounts. Damn. The FBI uh, made an arrest after a hacker stole tens of millions of sensitive customer records from Capital One, potentially affecting nearly 6 million Canadians. The financial corporation said that about 140,000 social security numbers of its credit card customers and 80,000 linked bank account numbers were compromised. In a new release, the bank said that in total, this event affected approximately 100 million individuals in the United States and approximately 6 million in Canada. Damn. 100 million people in the United States. But I guess what happened, I got to dig deeper into this, but I guess that hacker was like bragging about it or something like that. And then that was going to be my question. How was it that yeah. this hack happened and they were quick to find out who it was and arrest the person? As far as I know, yeah, quickly. Yeah, as far as I know, the hacker um, worked for a company that at one time was responsible for at least part of the cloud and offered its services to Capital One. Oh, so something easy access. Li- something like sure. that. I don't know um, all the details of it, but there was that sort of tie-in between uh, where they worked and and how uh, how the hack happened. But yeah, that is a staggering number. So again, this hack for Capital One. Do you have a Capital One card? I do or not, no. no. I used to. That used to be my, that's a lot of people's first credit card because they'll oh, give wow. it to anybody because of the insanely high interest rates, you still have right? It, you think? No, 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 oh. I don't. I don't at all. Uh, but yeah, so that number again, according to the investigation, it affected the Capital One hack approximately 100 million individuals in the United States and 6 million in Canada. Ooh, wow. A lot of talk about 911 calls lately. People calling 911 because they're unhappy with. Amber Alerts, people calling 911 because they're unhappy with ice cream trucks. God. This uh, at Appeal Police. Appeal Police have taken to Twitter to call out a 911 caller who had a faulty fridge. (gasps) They tweeted this. While we understand that a water leak from your refrigerator is concerning and annoying... It's definitely not a call for 911. And no, we won't come and clean it up. <gasps> no! Instead, shut off the water and call a plumber. <laughs> we just, love you, Peel Police. <laughs> just Sorry saying. you had to go through that today. <laughs> just saying. Rawls and Mocha Q&A. 
now time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Before we get to the person uh, who's going to get to ask their question live with us on the podcast, uh, Damon Mori's trying to get them on the phone right now. Let me read to you a couple of reviews that we got over the past couple of days on Apple Reviews mm-hmm. for the podcast, uh, which is where we get these from. So, uh, 345 Art gave us five stars. Thank you for that. I turned to the Razamoka show after much research. For mental health reasons, I needed to start my day with laughter and high energy. Man, do these guys fit the bill! I find myself running the gamut of emotions while listening to the show. My schedule has since changed. I sadly could no longer listen. Then I discovered the podcast. I love to laugh, cry, and shake my head in disbelief along with them. Most of the time, my frustration is with Maury. I swing between disbelief that he ever graduated from an Ontario (laughs) school and thinking that this is a character that the show created. In the end, my frustration lies with our school system because as a former talent agent, I can tell you this guy's not good of a actor. (laughs) In the end, this show is the best thing to happen to the podcast world. So 345R, thank you very much for sending that in. Uh, Okay. I think it was two podcast episodes ago. I was reading a review from somebody who called themselves um, Smooth Cool Dude Number Two. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so today, this yeah, one yeah. is from Smooth Cool Dude Number Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five stars again. Yeah. Uh, hey, Razamoka, I've been a big fan of yours since 2016. I'm in Vancouver before I was listening to you guys on the radio, and I didn't really know who you were until one time I realized that your show makes me laugh, and I enjoy listening to you guys. I started doing some research, and then in 2017, I found your podcast. Since then, I've been on the podcast, and now you guys are dropping twice a week i'm really happy about it you guys are the best keeps me going while i'm at work makes me happy every time also you guys helped me a lot when i was having a really hard time dealing with all my problems when i was down you guys made me laugh i also listened to the old podcast episodes from the third time for the third time it still gets me Roz, my man smooth cool dude you're my favorite i learn a lot from your advice on life Whenever you share your knowledge and wisdom. Mocha, my man, your laugh is infectious. Like your swag. God bless you guys. Also, <laughs> shut up, David Mori. LOL. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Silk Loves You is the uh, name of this poster. Simply reads, OMG the best. Gave us five stars as well. And it's Brittany Bitch wrote this. <laughs> the subject line is Endless Laughter. Five stars. Thank you for that. Uh, I would hear the show sporadically on the radio, and it always made my day. Heard you mention a podcast, and I immediately started listening. I love the new ones, and when that's done, I go back and listen to the older ones. I find myself laughing in the car, and when I'm walking into work, and I'm pretty sure people think I'm crazy. Just wanted to say thanks for making my day each day. P.S. Roz is my favorite. So, Apple Podcasts is where we get those reviews from. Feel free to uh, drop a rating and or review. Okay, time for Ask Razamoka. These are the questions that we uh, take from Instagram. At mm-hmm. kiss925, and uh, we'll go through a bunch of these and invite one of you to join us like we are going to say. More, can you just stop that? What are you doing? Oh, there's something in my teeth. What are you doing? <laughs> you don't hear that? It's so distracting. He's doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. No. You're in front of a microphone. Why would you do that? I didn't think it was on. Okay. So Do you need to leave? No. I'm What's in your teeth? I think there's a bit of banana. Okay. How do you get bananas stuck in your teeth? Don't bananas just disintegrate as the soon as you bite parts them? on this side. Oh. Hi, Tony. 
Hey, guys. Hey, uh, okay, so your question is what? Yeah, so my question is, what's the last thing you changed your mind about? Is there something you stood firm on, but now you have a different view of? Yeah, asking David Mori to join us on Ask Ross and Mocha. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's the last thing that I changed my mind about? Something that I used to stand firm on, but now I feel differently, right? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that there was a, uh, I mean, I don't want to get too, too deep into politics and all that stuff, but but I have sort of my, over the course of my life, my views have changed. Um, but I would say this, and I, I don't know, maybe Mocha feels the same way. I had myself convinced in my mid-30s that I was going to be totally cool, no problem, convinced to the fact that I was never going to be a dad. Oh, wow. Similar. Yeah, I, yeah. I had come to terms with it. And, and not only that, I was actually kind of jazzed about it. I, I had convinced myself that, uh, that it maybe it wasn't for me and that not everybody needs to have kids and that, ah, eh, take it or leave it. And I convinced myself of that. And then once Catherine got pregnant and we had rocks, I really, really regret those moments where I allowed myself to feel that it wasn't, that it wasn't important. And I don't regret a lot of things, but the fact that I had allowed myself to put, to, to get into that headspace sort of upsets me now when I, when I see just how wonderful it is and just how life-changing it is. Wow. So similar to that, not just like being a dad, but mm -hmm. like being in a relationship in general. For the longest time, I, uh, you know, was just like 1000% uh, focused on my career. Mm -hmm. And that was it, that uh, I was totally cool with not getting into a relationship or starting a family. Now mm -hmm. I can't imagine my life no. without Jenna or without Cruz. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have the discipline to to get up and do the show every day if I didn't have Catherine in my life. Oh, that's so nice. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would have the motivation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because why, why do you, why do you work so hard? Why do you do all this stuff? Well, because you want to be appreciated. You want to crush it. You want to make a little bit of money. You want to be dependable. You want to find a little bit of purpose. And if you like the job and you like the people you work with, that's great. But to to do all that and to work so hard and then sort of go home. To nothing. Yeah, like I, I don't do well like that. I would, I would be miserable. I think, yeah. and I, and I don't think that I would have the, 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 the disposition or the mindset that I do now to be able to do this show because I don't think that I would be having a lot of fun in my regular life. Uh, I will say this as well, Tony. On top of all of that, one thing that I was like headstrong about mm -hmm. was when Jenna and I got our dog Tig. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go. I know exactly what you're going to say. And right off the bat, I was like, uh -huh. no dogs in the bed. No dogs this dog on the is bed. not going to be on the bed at yep. all. The dog is going to sleep on the floor. We're going to get him a nice comfy bed. He's got a lot of toys and treats and Yo, bowls of water and this and this and this. Oh, yeah. No dogs in the bed. Absolutely not. Yeah. I think it was maybe the second or third week that we had him at home when we were living in the condo, mm -hmm. he hopped up on the bed and yeah. I was like, no, no dogs in the bed at all. Yeah. And eventually he ended up in the bed. Yeah. And I freaking love yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, awesome. That's, that's, it's that's so funny. One of, the, one of the things I've changed my mind about was dogs as well. So that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, well, you asked this question. Is there anything that you could think of other than, than dogs that uh, what was the last thing that you changed your mind about, Tony? Well, well, one thing, like for the longest time, like good 25 years, I was like a wedding DJ and I love all types of music, but could not get country music at all. <laughs> so yeah. the, my, my girlfriend is a huge country fan yeah. and um, 
went to a, a Faith Hill Tim McGraw concert with her, and she just kind of turned me on to what modern country music's like and kind of changed my mind about it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Maury? The only thing I can come up with is uh, almond milk, the brand of almond milk that I used. I changed my mind on it, and now we use a different brand. That's that's all you have. <laughs> I've been sitting here Yo, trying man, to figure... Yo, man, we just spent, like, six minutes here... <laughs> Never mind. ...talking about, like, life stuff, real emotional stuff. He doesn't hear it. He doesn't and hear you're it. just sitting there... Picking your teeth, talking about almond milk. No, I was trying to think of what have I changed my mind on, and it recently was the brand of almond milk. Mm, nothing, nothing other than that. No, because I don't have a dog, but I know that dogs. What are about not just be your own life? Stop, stop trying to use our lives. I, there's nothing. There's nothing because you thought nothing about something, and then changed your mind about going, the way you thought about that thing. What about saving money? What about? Mar- what about children? Marriage? About everything. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, if you, it's the first time you're hearing Razamoka. I did not finish that word. Razamoka Show podcast. Uh, Maury is married, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently he doesn't want to be. All right, yo, well, Tony. Why, why, is Maury, why is Maury sending me kissy emojis in my DMs? Why are you... So- Oh, I, no. Oh, okay, in fairness, it was in response to you. What and did, I just do that with huh? everyone. What did he say? No, when I was setting up this phone call, and I'm like, okay, cool, chat with you tomorrow. Oh, hey, you want to do something fun? Yo, bring your phone, Mark. No. <laughs> yeah. No, come on, man. No, I'm very busy. Come on, no, you're not. Mark, go get we your phone. We got all the time in the world, man. It's a podcast. Go get your phone. <laughs> yeah. So hold on oh, here. So, I follow you. So you no, wrote... No, no, no. Okay. Mocha's running in now after Mori because Mori's going to quickly delete oh, his DMs. Oh. This is always my favorite part of the podcast is when... <laughs> Maury starts flexing and defending himself and then Mocha's like let me just see the DMs and then the look on Maury's face and meanwhile yeah. you just sit there not even defending me because I have nothing to and hide then, man and then when Maury opens his DMs for me yeah. he goes in and like starts deleting stuff right away <laughs> it's like the Hillary Clinton server <laughs> smashing it with a hammer <laughs> oh my god oh no holy cow okay. <laughs> is, this, is this to Tony? No, no, oh, no. This okay. is something else. Okay. Maury messaged a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For wing day. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <I'm laughs> what did you write? Maury goes, hey, who does your PR? And then the person replied, I won't say the name of the company. Yeah. Hi there. We can help you here. What's your inquiry? Maury said, hey, no idea if you want to, but if you wanted to deliver some wings and stuff to me later, I'd do a post for you for wing day. You can't do that, man. You can't do that, Maury. Why not? You can't do that. You can't. <laughs> You, oh, you, can't, you can't work on this show and do that. You can't. On it, look at me right now and tell me you're not going to do that anymore. Fair. You can't do that. All right, so You uh, can't I just see... randomly write companies on social media asking for free stuff. Well, because I saw that they were doing press today. Doesn't matter. I see Doesn't here matter. Uh, your note, Tony. So Maury reached out to you. You replied with your phone number and then Maury wrote, thanks, kissy face, kissy face. Kissy face? That's, uh, your, that's your go-to emoji? Make Either sure we can reach face. you. Uh, and then... There we go. What All does right. the what yeah. does the kissy face look like? It's like a happy face with hearts coming out of the mouth. You send that to people, yeah, like as a or a heart. Well, because it sort of lightens the mood. So and, if you, you were know. to say that, how would it sound? Like if you were to reply, oh, like if you were to reply to Tony, how would that sound? <laughs> uh, okay, so if uh, verbally, it would just be like, okay, we'll chat with you tomorrow. Um, hugs, or we'll chat with you tomorrow. Mwah. <laughs> oh no, Maury. Yo, who's Damien Hurst? Oh, Damien Hurst is a famous artist. Are you still writing artists for free art? <laughs> All the time. So Maury wrote, 
Uh, on July 7th. Hey, no idea if you'll ever see this, but just wanted to send tons of love from Toronto, Canada. Huge fan, right? Yeah. So that was July 7th. And then yesterday, yeah. Maury wrote to them because they didn't write back. Yeah. Maury wrote, guess not. Oh, my <laughs> God. Dude, why are you so thirsty, Why are man? you so angry? No, no, it's more like a guess not. No, it's like not. Like a sad guess not. It's not an angry guess not. It's a sad guess no, not. No, it's not. That yeah. is so angry. Let's see. Yo, can I just tell you, just yeah. looking through Maury's DMs, yeah. you ask a lot of companies for free stuff, huh? Maury. No. Dude, Maury. Like, what's up with that, man? No. Nobody likes that. Yeah, a lot of it is uh, has moved from hitting on dudes to asking companies for free stuff. Right. Because you need that outlet. You need the attention somehow, right? Either with product or love. Right. Or shirtless pics. Did he ask the wing guy to send him a shirtless pic? <laughs> if you can't send wings, can you at least get half naked? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'm done with this. All right. Hey, Tony, thank you so much for calling, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Love yeah. the podcast. Uh, we really like having you on. That was great. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we really yeah. appreciate it. Take care, buddy. Hey, you want to know who's my favorite? Oh, yeah. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite, Tony? Okay. Look at Maury. is jumping up so fast right now to go and take his phone away from Mocha. He's like... <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to go with Roz. Oh, I'm gonna I like go that. With Roz, but I got to warn you, buddy. Oh. You're borderline because sometimes you're a bit of a D to Maury. Oh, I'm the but D. You're my we just went through favorite. all the reasons why Maury is actually <laughs> <laughs> the giant D. And I'm the D? Come on. Sometimes when you guys are playing games, you jump on them real hard. <laughs> Maury's eyes just lit up Maury's when, you, like, when he said that. that? <laughs> Instead of I keep quiet, he'll say more. Come like, on. go on. Jump on each other games? Tell me more. <laughs> uh, hey, Tony, love you lots, brother. Thank you so right, much. Thanks, guys. Right Later. On. All right, bye. Uh, Stephen um, Vodenikarov writes yeah. this Roz, Mocha, damn it, Maury. Mm. Do you pronounce the L in salmon? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say salmon. Yeah. I think hearing somebody say salmon yeah. sounds weird. I, like, hear that people sounds say, I hear people say salmon, though. Really? Like, but yeah, seriously? Heard, yeah. But no, hold on. But there's salmon and then there's salmon rushdie. Yeah, yeah, different thing. He didn't say, how do you pronounce Salman Rushdie? <laughs> What's Salman Rushdie? He's, He's like a, a famous poet or something. Oh, my oh. God. Read a freaking book, man. Jeez. He did something. In exile for years. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Jesus, Maury. He's a poet. So no to the L. No. Uh, no, but I've heard people say Salman. Really? Yeah. It's, no, just like, it it's, it's just like when people pronounce the T in often. Often. Often? Yeah. That makes sense. Often. I don't know how I say often. it. If I say often or I think often. it depends often. on how you're using the word. I well, there's only... Use. Okay. Give me both ways of using the word, okay. more. Do you come here often? Yeah. Um, how often do you use that? <laughs> <laughs> Same way. I think I... Same I, way. Same way of using that word, by the way. I think I use the letter T. You do, huh? Yeah, yeah. often. I always find it weird when often. people do. I oh, often what? say it. Yeah, yeah, I do. You do, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Cole writes this. I know Roz likes his manual lawn sprinklers and mm -hmm. takes pride in his grass. Has Roz ever considered getting a fully automated <laughs> in-ground sprinkler system installed? Okay, no, I don't take um, pride in my uh, manual lawn sprinklers. I take pride in my manual lawn mower. Um, I do have an irrigation system that waters the lawn for me because that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. But you have to watch out because I'm on a well and uh, and it's it's tough because you don't want to you don't want your well to run dry, as they say. 
So yes, yeah, so there you go. Uh, no, I like a, I, I am I'm fine with any sprinklers. I have no I have no preferences over uh, hose sprinklers or irrigation systems. So let's just get that out of the way in case I'm offending somebody who is an old school purist for the oscillating <laughs> sprinkler. But it sucks though because if you're in a well and you can't do it that often, like you miss out on that childhood opportunity of running through the sprinkler. Oh God, more! If I turn the sprinklers on at my place right now, there's 17 of them to run through. <laughs> Like, you can't go anywhere. I, I had 9,000 square feet of lawn, and you couldn't go anywhere without getting soaked. Like, it's fun, okay? It's like the Vietnam of sprinklers. It's like, it's a full-on assault of sprinklers, okay? Here's one from Aaron Champagne. What's your worst bad habit that you always say you're going to stop doing, but you never do? <laughs> you want to give Maury back your phone? <laughs> Uh, what is the worst uh, bad habit? Like cracking knuckles. Yeah, no, something like that. I don't know if I... I'm trying to think what the worst bad habit is. Is pri private browsing not a bad habit? <laughs> is is private browsing a bad habit? Wow, dude, if you have to ask that question. <laughs> no, but does it fall under habit or no, thing you do? Micro-cheating is a bad habit, I would say. Oh, because I was going to say putting my mouth in the resting position I do on the couch is a bad habit. I want to stop doing that. Will you rest your mouth on the couch? No, I always go like this to, when I'm like, I put the lower jaw over the over jaw. You underbite yourself? Yeah. Why and I just sit there like this and I forget I'm doing it. And Matthew will come and slap my face saying, stop doing that. Like sling blade? Like you just sit there like, made you. Little gas in it. <laughs> That some people call it a sling blade, some people call it a Kaiser blade. <laughs> so that's what you do? Yeah, and then Matthew will slap me going, it's gonna stay that way. I like you too. <laughs> do you have a bad habit, Ross? Jeez, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I would I don't know if I have anything that I would consider to be a bad habit. Not smiling? Uh that's not a habit. That's just him. It's just me. <laughs> this is life, bro. Uh, do I have habits? Like, I'm sure I do have. Like, I'm sure I do have. Oh, you know what? I, here's my thing is that uh, it's, I don't even think it's a, that's not a habit. Oh, looking at yourself like, in the mirror? I don't. Uh, no, I don't even really. Like, I don't do that. Like, I don't shop. I don't have these, like, sort of habitual things that I generally do. I like to be fully content when I eat. Like, if I see. Things that cause me anxiety would be um, Catherine writes me and she's like, hey, me and Roxy are stopping at whatever restaurant uh, on the way home. Do you want anything? And I, most times I'll say no. Mm -hmm. And then they walk in the door and I'm like, where's your food? And they're like, we ate it. I'm like, where'd you eat it? And they both go, the car. Like <laughs> I can't, to me, if I see somebody eating like a meal in a car, to me, it's a waste. Because to yeah. me, you have to sit right? You have to sit, you have to enjoy. It has to be a thing like eating a meal. Like you have to, it's not something that you can do while you're resting, like the fries on your lap and the burnt, like it's a waste of a meal to me. Like I can never eat in a car like you're that. You're rushing. Yeah. It's Are you just, not upset that Catherine's passing that on to Roxy and she's going to always eat in the car when well, she's older? Okay. More, I mean, geez, man, if that's what Catherine winds up, if that's the worst <laughs> yeah. that she winds up passing <laughs> cool. on, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have um, any habits, Mocha? I don't <clears throat> think so. 
Like, cause you're right. Cracking knuckles is a habit. Like I crack um, my knuckles all the time. Yeah. But uh, I try to crack my, I used to crack my neck a lot. And yeah, then I stopped doing bad. that. That's bad. I really, really stopped doing that. Um, I don't know if I have any other like really bad, bad habits that I continuously do. I constantly rip my day. toenails with my fingers. That's you. You cut your toenails with your gross. fingers. Yeah, like if I'm on the couch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, now we're getting into the habits here. Oh, like I'll Maury. sit there and I'll like pick at my toenails oh, and gross. rip the whole like, tip of it off. <sighs> oh, gross! And throw it on the floor next to the couch. Whoa! <sighs> <laughs> That's you're disgusting, dude. I can't even look. At uh, Heather asks, which personality trait has gotten you into the most trouble? I would have to say. Oh man, I don't know. Hot headedness has gotten me into trouble. Yeah, more than once. Yeah, I think I've calmed down a lot though. I yeah, witnessed that when we were out clubbing one Saturday night, a long time ago, and you got mad at a cab driver. I did. Yeah, like you looked in the window or something because he wasn't going to take you or something. And oh, oh, and you saw Mocha go off on somebody. Oh, it was oh yeah, awesome. no, because yeah. it was uh, we were all trying to get into a cab, a bunch of us. And the cab driver did the window down set and wouldn't open the door. We right. were about to get in. And the cab driver said, where are you going? Oh, and we yeah, told him. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not taking you. So I grabbed his... Oh, that's right. You reached in and grabbed his license off his dashboard. The ID. Right? His ID. Yeah. yeah. yeah like completely it. ripped it off the dash. And then we called it in to the company. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, I don't do that anymore, though. Um, I, would, I would say for me, um, I wouldn't categorize it as this, but other people would. So it's just the easiest way to say it, which I would say is um, bluntness. And, okay. I don't, and I don't mean being rude, no, right? No. I don't mean being rude. But so, and I get it at home with, with Catherine all the time because Catherine will say something like, hey, I just made this soup. Do you want any? I'll go, no. And she's like, so rude. She's like, say no thank you or no whatever. I'm like, it doesn't matter what other words I surround no with. Mm -hmm. The answer is still no, right? The easiest way for me to answer your question is just simply by saying no. She's like, but it's blunt and it's rude. And I don't like the way, I don't like when you talk like that. I'm like, I could say, you could ask me that question and I could answer you in all sorts of really wonderful, loving way. It's still going to be no. Yeah, but the answer is still going to be things. no. But I'm not. I don't do that though, right? No, but just to appease the people around you. But I don't. This is my problem. Is I don't often say things to just appease the people around me. Well, you didn't pronounce the T in often. What's that? You didn't oh, yeah. Say, I just no, that. because I don't pronounce the T. <laughs> no, thank you. In often. <laughs> right? Okay, Kalita. Oh, thank God I got out of that oh, question. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah. Maury, we didn't get to you. Which personality trait has gotten you into the most trouble? Uh, I would say honesty. Yeah. <laughs> honesty? Okay. No, lying. Sure, lying, lying is the answer. Not honesty. You can't frame that. Just look that. through your DMs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kalita Beckford asks, would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? I'd say breathe like Vader for sure. Oh, hell yeah, breathe like Darth Vader. <laughs> do, the, do the breathing again. <laughs> the worst worst Darth Vader I've ever heard. Yeah. Is that what not is it? it? No, that's definitely not it. <sighs> it sounds like a pellet gun. Can you do Yoda, can you do Yoda Mori? Ooh, great Darth Vader you did there. <laughs> what the hell was that? This is Darth Vader. <sighs> yeah. 
Oh, okay. <sighs> hold on. Let me do Darth Vader now. Let me do Darth Vader now. Let me hold on. You chill out, Maury. Oh boy. That's a great Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah. I did that. I just put the in the wrong spot. There is no p. <laughs> you always put the pot in the wrong spot. <laughs> That's why your marriage is in trouble. <laughs> uh, uh, where are we here? We already talked about that one. Uh, Texiana, thank you so much for your question. I think we answered it earlier in the Ask Razamoka. She simply asked, what would your life look like if your spouses and children weren't in it? I know that Mocha and I went into oh, detail uh, about that. Uh, so Texiana, thank you so much for that. Uh, Olivia asks, is Mocha really a flat earther? <laughs> if someone can explain to me why there's no curve on the horizon, then yeah. convince me otherwise. Okay. Beautiful flat earth. I love it. <laughs> Isn't the answer to that just simply it's daylight some places and nighttime others? Excuse me? Mic drop. Yeah. Okay. Thanks more. Uh, Kelsey Henderson, what one defining moment or event in your life do you believe led to the Roz and Mocha show? Oh, boy. Oh, I, it's easy for me. A hundred percent it's easy for me. Okay. Absolutely. What? Which was Catherine getting pregnant. Oh, because it kept you from traveling. No, Catherine got... So here's what happened. Catherine was Catherine was pregnant. Yeah. And I got a job offer to go to Los Angeles. Right at the same time, I got the... I was in talks to come and do this show. Yeah. Had Catherine not been pregnant, but we were together, we would have moved to LA. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, we would have moved to we would have moved to Los Angeles. Damn! And but because she was pregnant, we had her family at the time was in Ottawa. It's a little bit closer to Toronto, and she had her friends here, sort of support system. And I didn't want to have nobody around us at all to help us with a with a newborn. So we decided that we were going to have we were going to stay in Toronto and have the baby in have the baby in Toronto instead of moving to LA and then raising an American baby. Right. Um so we so Catherine getting pregnant was the reason that we didn't move to LA. I think the defining moment would have been uh, we've told the story a couple times on the show and I'm sure you can find it in the podcast. When I was originally asked to come work for Kiss 92.5 in Toronto, I was offered the position of afternoons. Yeah. So I was going to do the afternoon show. And it was like a couple of weeks later that they asked if I wanted to do the morning show with you. And mm -hmm. I originally said no. That's right. For like two weeks, I was adamant about not doing the show in the morning with you. Yeah. Not because of you, but because I just didn't want to do the morning show. Yeah. I just wanted to be it in the sucks. afternoon. Waking up in the middle of the night sucks. Because uh, I had done that already for years and years and years. So yeah. I was looking forward to not waking up at three o'clock in the morning every day. Yeah. Uh, but then eventually I said yes. And then here we are 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we have, we should find out which podcast we did that on more and let people know no problem. when we tell the story of uh, how we got the show together. Every week on Instagram at Kiss925, you'll see us post a picture that simply reads Ask Roz and Mocha. That's where you ask your questions, and we'll try our very best to answer uh, as many as we can on the following week's podcast. And we'll also get one of you to join us on an episode of the podcast as well. Don't forget to uh, leave a rating and or review because we're starting to read those a little bit more frequently on the podcast as well. And these are the reviews that we get specifically on Apple Podcasts. 
Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss925 app.